0: and welcome to episode 164 of the F-Reality Podcast. Grab your pumpkin lanterns and your Halloween treats and settle down as we discuss this week's top VR news. We're going to be talking about our team experience playing the ghost hunting hit Phasmophobia in VR. Quest Two surpasses Facebook's expectations. I give you the details on some juicy new graphics cards from AMD. We discuss PlayStation's plans for PSVR Two, or maybe lack of them. And to round up the show, Zim has got some new releases for you to look forward to next week. I should also say Happy Halloween to everyone. I hope you're all keeping safe and well. And thanks for joining us on this week's show. But let me introduce you to the team. Find out what's been the highlight of the week this week, and also let us know what you played in in the chat so we can read out some of your highlights too. So. First up, this guy wants to send you into a Bioshock. He's a real life Booker Dewitt. It's of course our friend from the Friesland. It's Nathie. How you doing?
1: Thank you, Crunchy Mike, for the introduction.
0: <laughs> Crunchy Mike. Um,
1: <laughs> Crunchy Mike. Um, yeah, dude. Like um, dressing up as someone from Bioshock is, is, is the, the, the limit. I don't know. Like, would you dress up as your favorite uh, video game character? Max Payne. He does it every day, right? Max Payne. Oh yeah, Max Payne. Yeah. Oh, you know, when we spoke about that last week, um I don't know, like everyone is of course listening with us, uh, you know, data is everywhere. So I got a recommendation on my phone of like the Max Payne Hawaiian like shirt. Oh, no I was, like, way I need to send this to Mike. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did, because we spoke about this whole thing. I don't know why, but I got it. Wow I was like, Oh, this is this this would fit you well. It looked nice. It was like a replica yeah. of like the one in the game.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's like
1: a legit so brand. next next time. Yeah. So next yeah. time you're gonna actually dress up as Max Payne,
0: okay? What next, next show, episode? Next uh, Halloween show. <laughs> next show. Oh, oh next, next Halloween, yeah, next Halloween. Like, that, that gives me plenty yeah. of time. Yeah, no, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah. That's gonna be uh, that's you, gonna be fun. But are you keeping well?
1: You you good? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a little spooked, but uh, besides yeah. that, I'm I'm fine. I, I seen actually a wanted to talk. <laughs> I, well, look at my face. I mean, that's all you need to know, right? <laughs> it's like I've seen a ghost every day. A True. few, actually. Um, uh-huh. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, uh, I wanted to, of course, talk about Phasmophobia. We were going to talk about it later. That was definitely my highlight. But um, instead of that, like, I just wanted to quickly, like, talk about Halloween stuff. Uh, I don't know, like, any recommendations for Halloween uh, movies to watch?
2: Oh, no. We're going to watch uh, Us tonight. Oh, you know Us? That movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: know that. It's one. on my list. Ooh, that's it's on my list. So tell we me if it's good. haven't seen that really. one yet. So, yeah, we're watching that one. Good. Is it um, linked to the other movie called Get Out? I think it's the same
2: director. Possibly. Right. Yeah, but I, sure, I don't think director. it's the, like, it's a continuation of the story. It's not story like a or sequel or anything. anything. No. Okay. I, don't, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I don't know what the movie is about, of course, because I always try to avoid trailers and, yeah. and, you know, those kind of things. So, I don't know what it is about, but I. I don't think it's it is a sequel. Maybe the chat yeah. can can help that out.
3: Yeah, okay. There's there's a lot of good horror films out there. Um,
0: I think The Ring is I'm still gonna... one of my favorites in terms of really scary movies. Yeah. The, the, original, the original, original one, right? Grudge, no, I, right? Even the remake I found pretty scary.
2: Oh. Uh, okay. I find the original one is like one of the worst though. Like. I mm. uh, thought the worst is probably The Grudge. I think. I think I would. Grudge. The original is Grudge. The grudge.
0: Gross. So you're looking yeah. to get genres horrible this Halloween Nathan is that what you're looking for?
1: Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> I, I as I said, I started with amnesia uh, I mm. finished that and I'm like, hey, what kind of movies can I watch I'm, I... I'm really in the mood for like a nightmare before Christmas. I know it's not a scary movie, but oh, my God yeah. is it good?
0: It's on Disney plus
1: um yeah. it is on Disney plus it is yeah. it's it's amazing and it's it's like this certain feeling you get when you watch it and the music is so good. As well, it's like I still think it's genius that you can mix up Halloween and Christmas together. That's like yeah. that's genius. I, I never thought it would be a thing. But can you sing us one yeah. of your
0: favorite songs from the movie? Sure. <laughs> this is Halloween. This is Halloween.
1: Halloween. Halloween. Ha Halloween.
0: Like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, that it, nice. it.
1: Spooks in my head all the time while I'm, you know, thinking yeah. about it. So yeah, that's that, that's my um,
0: you know, that's my highlight. Halloween. Y- you're getting into the. The, the the sort of the feeling of of halloween
1: yeah but it's weird like over here people don't celebrate it and uh, people also don't don't care about it so like seriously if, if i once in a, a lifetime can go to a party in the u.s you know where everyone is dressed up and getting mm-hmm. drunk i'm I'm freaking down man that's next year <laughs> that's our plans next year we're gonna go next away <sighs> we'll go to
0: america we'll get drunk go to a halloween party a vr so one. you're mixed pain then Right? I'll be Max Payne, 100%. Well, what about yeah, Zim
1: there. and uh, Rowdy? Uh, any, uh,
2: yeah, what oh will you dress gosh. up as? I'll, I'll be... I'll, I'll dress up as Face from the A-Team.
0: <laughs> face from the A-Team? Yeah, okay, nice. <laughs> okay. For, Zim could be Murdoch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he looks like
0: Murdoch. He looks yeah, like he does, Murdoch, actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I will take it. dress up as a giant uh, sock. <laughs> Jim sock.
3: I'm just gonna keep Thank taking Jim that suck. one right on the chin. No, you, you know what? On your movie thing, I had a weird epiphany there, uh, Nathy. Like, I still think the scariest horror film for me, like sitting alone in a dark room, is Alien, the original Alien. And good it's maybe. weird because, like, the maybe the best VR experience to scare your socks off is maybe the first third or two thirds of Alien: Isolation. Like, both of those are mm. really good ways to get yeah. scared.
1: Yeah. No. True. no, I agree. I agree, and True. it's funny that the Xenomorph in that movie that was like a basketball player running around as a Xenomorph. It was like <laughs> legit scary. I mean, if you are an actor and you have to act in front of like a, a green, uh, you know, man, like you are sometimes dressed as him. I mean, that's not really scary. But if you have like a freaking basketball player that is that tall and is actually dressed up as a Xenomorph. That's yeah. like that would be scary crazy. even
2: if he wasn't dressed up as a, as a Xenomorph, you know, what is he doing on that spaceship, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a whole
3: other movie. Well, <laughs> they do call him the Globetrotters, so, you know. That's like the premises
2: of Space Jam. Like, Space Jam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, true. That's a good movie. <laughs>
0: so nice, you're getting into the Halloween spirit, Nathie. Yes, yes. Good to hear it. Good to hear it. So uh, next up, this guy is like Baby Yoda. He's cute and adorable, but he'll mess you up if you piss him off. It's the one and only Rowdy VR. <laughs> How you doing, dude? You're right.
2: I'm I'm doing I'm doing great, Crunchy Mike. Uh, oh, I'm back, Crunchy. Still. Am I? Am I yeah, back, you, Crunchy? you are you're bit
1: Crunchy, you Crunchy, Crunchy Mike. Is that is that like a part of your Halloween outfit? Crunchy Mike. Yeah. The, the I don't voice, know what it uh, is.
0: It's like it's like my audio connection with Zoom. Yeah, no, no, I,
2: I recently watched Host, and uh, I think uh, it might have to do with that. No, Didn't no, like no. the movie, though, Zoom. Sorry. I like, know
1: Dude, dude, dude. I know. I know what it is. <laughs> I know what it is. Mike is dressing up as his past uh, uh, self from last year, where he was still using that satellite thing on the roof.
0: Mm. Oh, <laughs> That's true, right? right, right. That That's cool is one. true fear and terror, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. No, I'm, I'm doing great. I played a ton of virtual reality this week. Uh, I've played uh, a lot of Population 1, hmm. together with uh, with a couple of friends of mine. Uh, I, I played mostly with uh, with, with Loney Viper, of course, who's an absolute beast in that game. And also with uh, with uh, Soul Man, who's a who's a Twitch streamer, uh, and uh, I- I've had a very funny story because of course I'm, I'm playing on a Quest too, so I'm a little bit limited by the battery life from it. Um, so me and Soul Man were were playing a game together. It was only two of us in a party, so we'd always get matched up with a with a random third, which is fun in a way, but also a little bit annoying because for some reason you always get matched up with people that have their first or their second game in. They don't know anything about it yet. So you, you kind of need to carry them through the entire, through the entire round, which is fine, but it's just you can't rely on them. Um, so we were playing, and uh, we were playing for a, like a solid one and a half hour, and my battery was almost dead. It was like at, I think nine or ten percent, and I was like, "Listen, dude, like my battery's gonna die probably next game. I'm probably not gonna make it." And he was like, "Let's just try. Let's just let's just go with it and Let's just see what happens." So we we were doing really well. We we jumped into the game. Uh, we started. We started playing. We took out two full teams already. It was going really well. There was only one team left. You know, we got to the end of the game. We started. Uh, um, they, they came towards us. We were in a very good position. Uh, we took one of them out immediately. We still had two people left, and uh, <laughs> Solman was firing on one of them. But I think I think he got shot because at the moment that I I, I literally shouted, "I got him!" and then I heard this. oh god no (laughs) and my battery just went like so i I quickly searched on the stream if we still managed to win that game but he got uh, taken out but the one that i was actually just about to kill with my automatic shotgun which was annoying um but since then i found a solution uh so when Mm. i actually have and it's stupid i didn't think about this before but i have a giant ass power Damn, bank that's here. A that huge is huge ass. That is. It's a huge. This one My can God. charge laptops. Like oh. I'm not joking. If you have like a USB-C power bank, you can house. charge. You can charge <laughs> this. is like you know those Tesla solar batteries. <laughs> this is them.
1: Like, you can <laughs> drive a car with that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So what what I did then was uh, I actually hooked this up to my Quest and I started like charging it through there and I thought like maybe I can put it in my back pocket and play through it like that yep. and it worked perfectly. So yep. if I only had known that uh, when I when I was playing it, I, I just I mean I knew that of course before, but I hadn't thought about like oh maybe I should just hook it up uh, and it actually like charges my my Quest in the in the positive number so it actually mm. doesn't just decrease wow. the the going down, but it actually increases the battery percent. Well, I use that same
3: trick, and it works great. Back pocket, cable going up to the headset. Headset's not any heavier. The weirdest thing, though, and I wonder if anyone else has this, and Rowdy, you can tell me, does your headset then stay at 77%? It's like the 666 of the Quest 2 for me. I don't know why. It's always Uh, 77%. I don't
2: don't know that yet, because uh, I actually plugged it in straight after that I lost that game. Uh, So it was like, I think, because I've been charging it for like 10 minutes, it was like maybe like 11% or something. And then oh. by the time that we finished, it was at like 40,
0: 45%. Well,
3: let me know, something. let me know. I'm That's impressive
0: know. that it can charge it as you're playing because I think I've, I've struggled to find a battery back that does that. Like it, it's normally yeah. like if you're charging and playing at the same time, it still sort of slowly decreases. Yeah. yeah. But mine was, was
2: definitely going up. It's, a, it's an anchor. I don't know the, I can look it up with the exact uh, amperages of it. Uh, and anchor house the, uh, brick. The amount. But it's 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 heavy as well. This one cost me well over a hundred euros when I bought. Yeah. it. So it's yeah. uh, it's a I can charge with this. I think my my phone like eight or nine times. So it's it's quite nice. It's quite some battery power yeah. in this one.
0: Cool, nice. Is my audio still rubbish? By the way, it's yeah. in and out,
3: Mike. Sometimes. It's just one of those things. I don't have God. to deal with it for the show. It's like about fifty percent of the time.
2: It's probably not the, the audio version. So
0: that yeah, might if you're listening like, to the audio version, you won't hear any of this nonsense. Okay, so people are saying it's better now anyway, so let's roll with it, see what happens. Yeah, just um, quickly talk until it comes back. Just, just if I talk really fast? <laughs> yeah, until that, be, that, yeah, before it comes back. That will fix it. Okay, okay. Next, this guy will keep you on your feet. <laughs> no, <laughs> not on your feet. Next, this guy will keep your feet and ankles warm whilst you work out. We couldn't be without him. Gymsock5. <laughs> oh, fuck Sam. Yes. Oh, yes, yeah, we did it. Yes, of course. <laughs> VR streamer ZimTalk5. Oh, How you doing? Cool. How you doing? Oh. You good? You good? Yeah, yeah. I love these nicknames. Keep them coming. Uh, <laughs> great. They're great. I, I can see it. in
2: your face that you really enjoy it, Zim. Oh, it's good that we know.
3: So much, so much love and love. Just yeah, passion. It's love. been it's been a good week. Uh, yeah. this week I I took it on myself to uh absolutely flake into side quest because i i kind of had been away from it for a month or so you know with all the kind of standard stuff and was like what what have i missed and so i went to the you know side quest database and i backed up the dump truck and i just loaded it up and dumped it all over my quest so went through about 30 different titles uh found out found some really cool ones uh that i wanted to mention so i'll just mention two now mm-hmm. uh, one because i can't talk much about it or i'll i'll ruin the su- ruin the supplies um which, is, you know, like Accounting Plus, right? Or counting or Accounting Plus, like that kind of humor. Well, there's an indie uh, title called Camp Marshmallow. Uh, and it has, I'll call it Accounting Plus style <laughs> humor. It's pretty short. It's very sweet. Of course it is. It's marshmallows. Um, but it is just Zim's kind of humor. So if you're into that kind of thing, go get side questing camp marshmallow and camp marshmallow. it's free i
0: take
3: it uh, it's free it's a free one yeah everything that i'll talk about is, is, is a free app or demo or something on SideQuest. the second one that i wanted to talk about which really surprised me and i'm going to end up playing a bunch of i think is um is an app called beatsmith which has a terrible name i think it's an absolutely awful name what do you think beatsmith is you guys got any ideas? Baking. Beatsmith. Beats. It's As like
2: Beat
0: Saber, but you have like, you know, just anvils that you need to go like. I reckon it's it's more like you've got a neighbor called Mr. Smith who's like a real terrible neighbor and he like mows his lawn on a Sunday morning. He like keeps you up at night playing loud music and you go around there and you just have to beat the crap out of him.
2: Oh. Yeah, or that or a combination of the two. I'd, I'd, I'd
3: play that. I'd play that. That <laughs> get busy. It's not. It's a drumming. Uh, it's a drumming game, kind of like a I don't know, like a rocksmith or something like that. That's probably where they took the name. I think the, the name is, is how terrible. How many how
1: many drumming VR games have we had, man? Like, uh, there's there's a few that that
3: terrible orc one where you're beating the drums oh, and then yeah. it's moving <laughs> you, you walk oh around like, Is like
1: a locomotion God. sister, right?
3: Terrible, terrible. Oh, yeah. This is actually really good. Um, the reason I'm saying that is uh, so you're sitting in front of like a realistic drum kit, and then you've got notes that are flowing at you in the same way that you're used to and accustomed to now in like in, in, in Beat Saber. Mm. Um, and you really, with the rep, the kind of heavy repetition on the drum kit and the various types of cymbals and stuff, you've got to keep up. Um, the music is really good. The way it functions is great. And what I found was I just had an immediate appetite for more drumming, and I really appreciate what drummers do, because, damn, that's actually a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Mm. So it kind of <laughs> reminds me, do you remember when you played... Um, uh, Autica for the first time, and mm-hmm. you felt that skill gap between like what Beat Saber requires of your human body and what Audica requires in terms of how precise you have to be. Yeah, this is kind of like that, but for your muscles in your arms because you really have to go at it. Um, and I just found it to be really fun. So, if anyone's really keen on feeling what it's like to be a drummer, um, I would recommend Beatsmith. You know, I think it's uh, mm. it's really neat. And, and what chat kept saying to me while we were playing it, it's like, Oh, you're actually learning real life drumming skills, unlike a Beat Saber, where what you're learning is kind of. It how do you do feet then? Um, yeah, so you're not. You don't have a. You don't have a. What's it called? A snare drum or a. What's the big drum like a called? a bass drum or a hi or. Yeah, it's just the. I mean, you got the arm drums. Um, I don't think kick. you have a kick drum. Yeah.
0: You can't sell a taper controller to your foot and just pretend. No. <laughs> maybe. That, maybe that's important maybe in the though. In, in the,
2: in, I mean, I drummed for like a little while. Uh, like, I, I wouldn't be able to do it without using my... Well, I would be able to do it, but it just wouldn't really sound like a regular drum because both the hi-hat and the, and the kick drum are mm. so important in... in, in uh, and like the whole the drum kit sound.
3: Yeah. It might be there, and I'm just... Maybe they've converted it into a into a... I don't know what you call it again. Kind of like a symbol or a regular mm. drum just out in front of you, mm. like a planter. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just want to say again, like, I love SideQuest for what it is. Um, yeah. I, it's sure. such a cornucopia i mean initially you probably look at the steps and go oh that's kind of a pain in the ass to set up it's not really it's like half an hour's work to then open up these doors to some um, absolutely amazing apps and experiences so t for god for instance had an update this week as well which i have yet to check out in full but they've kind of changed the game loop so for those who are t for god fans check that out as well Side, nice. side quest do it if you're new into quest 2 and you're like looking at the store you've bought everything you wanted and you're a month deep in your quest 2 and you're like I want more then go to side quest yeah,
0: yeah. nice solid recommendations there um, also keep me updated if my mic sounds terrible people are saying it's good people are saying it's bad hopefully it's good um, so if you don't know who I am my name is Mike from Virtual Reality Oasis but before I get into what I played and my highlight of the week this week let's find out what you guys in the chat have been up to
1: yes so uh, we have Joshua Johnston, who has been playing Phasmophobia, Onward, Population 1, and Carnage Chronicles. That's a great co-op title, by the way. So if you're looking for a game to play with your friend, I think, isn't it an RPG in a way? I think so. Maybe you need to look it up, but mm-hmm. it's a hidden gem for sure. And we have Watto UK, who has played Elite Dangerous, GTA 5, in VR, of course. Duh. I mean, banking boring. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> some mood this week, Nathan. I swear, and uh, <laughs> yeah, true. Um, and, and he got some practice uh, in for uh, Zim's uh, well, ra- race day in Aseto. Mm, so, uh, nice. oh, yeah, can you, can you win anything, Zim? Or uh, ride, ride, <laughs> yeah. Zim points, mm, okay. yeah. Zim points. I like that R- one. rip points. Zim
3: points. That's a dead system now,
1: <laughs> yeah. and then we have person, person. Who has been playing Half-Life 1 on Quest 2. So uh, that's neat. Half-Life um, 1 on the
2: Quest 2. Yeah. That side quest mod. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's good, actually. Yeah. And pixelated headcrabs are actually really scary. Just saying. They are. They are. <laughs> it's true. weird. Uh, oh, and Mike is also starring in this game. Just yeah. saying. Um, <laughs> and then we have Mr. 8-8 who has played the four brand new GoldenEye uh, 007 mods for Half-Life Alex. Must play ah. if you are a Nintendo 64 fan. So cool. Very good.
3: Nice. Are you guys GoldenEye players? Because I was. I never
2: owned it myself, but like, whenever you went to like a friend's house, you know that was the thing yeah. you did for the Always. rest of the evening.
3: What was your, given, uh, again, given we've had the unfortunate news about uh, Mr. Connery passing away, on this True. Bond theme, um, I'm curious, what player did you play as in, uh, oh, odd in GoldenEye? I was, uh, was Oddjob. I, I don't know. You were Oddjob as well, Mike. Yeah, 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 because I'm so small.
2: Yeah. I do you guys remember? No idea what the characters were.
3: Or Boris. I think that was the other one. Boris. Boris.
0: Boris. Yeah.
3: Boris. Fun times. That sounds, like, times. That sounds like
2: something game. for Nate. But <laughs> Boris.
0: <laughs> so
2: That's let's get answer. into uh,
0: my highlight of the week this week. So my highlight of the week this week was Blair Witch on Quest 2. Um, I didn't play it in the comfort of my house. I decided as a challenge I would go out and play it in the dark, cold woods, uh, which was... Probably like a terrible idea, really. Um, it was it was it was interesting because it was a technical challenge as well. Because obviously, if you use the quest or quest two in pitch black conditions, you just won't track anything. So I had to do a lot of prep and research up front, and um, I invested in a an infrared floodlight, which I was able to get a battery yep. pack for, so I could take it out with me. And I did some testing out in my garden beforehand, and it seemed to work fine. And, and thankfully, it worked absolutely fine on site, which was really great. Um, for those that don't know, like infrared. It's invisible to the naked eye. Uh, It's used for like CCTV operations, so you can see CCTV cameras in the in the dark. Um, But that's pretty much uh, how it can support the quest tracking. So you can you can pretty much use it in complete darkness as long as you've got an infrared light source nearby. So that's a little tip for you there. Um, But yeah, I played. I'm um, actually
3: laughing inside because there must be a police chopper that saw you in the forest with the infrared blanket light. And they're looking at you with their IR camera and they're just seeing this dude. They're like, what the hell is that? We're not arresting him, but we're just going to watch him for the rest of the evening. They were
2: probably scared because they were like, we're not, no, we're not
0: going near that. Funnily enough, talking about the police, uh, I didn't mention this in the video or anything like that. But um, because of the noise that I was making, someone must have actually called the police um, because a police like Land Rover did come past. But as we were walking away from the site, we had our tripods and like cameras and stuff. So they just must have looked at us and gone like these guys are just filming some sort of like snuff movie or something i don't know um so yeah they, they just roll past but it was funny they did actually <laughs> turn up um but going back to like blair Witch itself like the, the story is pretty simple you play the role of a former police officer believe it or not called ellis um who goes to the <laughs> well, wooded area mike Called michael mike Called Mike. Of... Call mike, call mike. And called mike fine if you want on, to yeah. call him mike uh, it goes to the wooded area of Burkittsville, Maryland, which is, like, where the first movie was based, uh, and you're searching mm-hmm. for a missing boy called Peter Shannon. You join, like, the search team, and you have this kind of sidekick dog with you called Bullet, who's, like, this adorable, like, canine sidekick. He kind of, like, warns you when something bad's going to happen, he, like helps you find useful items, and you can also pet him and feed him little snacks as well, which is pretty pretty mm. cool. Um, the game itself is more of like a, a walking simulator than I expected, so it's not like an out-and-out out sort of horror experience. I would say it's more of a yeah. psychological horror experience, yeah. and you spend a lot of it just like traipsing around a dark wood with your little companion. You're like talking to your fellow search team members over the radio you can talk to your like girlfriend uh, over your mobile phone and you can see text messages and stuff so it's kind of like all this stuff that you kind of do that kind of builds up the story um so if you're looking for something a bit more intense this might not be your bag and i've seen a lot of criticism uh, because it's a bit slow paced so just bear that in mind if you're interested in picking this up yourself um yeah, you're right on that,
3: Mike. It's slower yeah. paced than even lies beneath.
0: It's slower uh, yeah, it paced than yeah, lies way, beneath. Way, yeah. way wow. slower than lies beneath even. Um, and, you know, there is some stuff going on in the woods. I won't spoil anything. Um, but what I found so far is that it's got this really cool time manipulation mechanic. And I'll just kind of like briefly explain, explain it. You've got this like camcorder. So when you find cassette tapes... Uh, sometimes bullet will bring you one and you can just pop it in and look at it and it kind of like starts unraveling some of the story but there's like a section for example where i was stuck where there was a tree falling down and if you look at the cassette tape and you rewind the tape uh, to when the tree was um, up and then it falls down you can pause it before it falls and that will affect the tree in the real world that you're in um, and then you can pass through like the blocked area, so it's kind of like a, a time manipulation tool. This camcorder, which is kind of a smart mechanic. I wait, thought, wait, wait. Anyway. So you're
1: playing this in a real woods, and then you rewind trees so they don't fall on you.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Which
1: real world are we talking about?
0: Even like we're talking about the game Mike, world. Mike, so, like game it's, world.
1: it's a miracle Mike is still alive as he's doing this podcast.
0: Like he's so, so in some right?
1: trees that almost fell on him.
0: So bearing in <laughs> mind you're in like I was in a dark wood, right? Playing this game that's got a dog in it. Mm-hmm. Like near near the end of my play session, like an actual dog, an actual dog oh sniffed me God. out and like jumped up at me, and I genuinely almost had a heart attack because like I was I was with oh a camera. I, th- I thought that was a dog from a friend of yours. No, 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 no. This is just random stranger's dog. It like was with, just a I, random dog. Yeah. So like I had a cameraman that I, I hired to help me out because I didn't want to do this like thing on my own. I didn't want to be in like the woods in the, on my own. So he was just there just watching my back. And then obviously this dog just came out of nowhere, just jumped up at me, scared the crap out of me um so yeah that was fun but yeah so i would say um so far i i do like the game it won't be for everyone i do want to finish it to see what happens at the end but just be aware that it's a yeah. bit more slower paced than some might expect um if you're if the original... one other thing sorry so, i'll just I'd say one other no, thing sorry. is that if you're not interested in like the vr version you can actually download the the pancake version of the game uh for free from the epic store until the 5th of november so you can check it out there was it scary there are some very scary was bits it in it scary? yeah i would say so okay. yeah
3: the thing is i the feeling i'm getting off of the game and i played it for shy of an hour um it's it's like, like you say it's slow but the original film and i only saw that original film two months ago for the first time ever uh, when i was going through like a ho- horror film binge mm-hmm. um, the original film is the same thing i feel like it, it kind of starts off very gradual things start to unravel it feels like the thing just unravels and unravels, and then things start to just go tits up at the end. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the game is kind of doing the similar. It's not. It's not in any way. I found um, it's very lightly connected to the original story. Like the the uh, the story elements are there. The sim- symbolism is there. But it is its own story, and I do like that. I hadn't played the flat game, you know, before, so it's nice that that's there. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, I would say like, you know, if, if you like those kind of walking simulators, what is it like, the, the Vanishing of Ethan Carter or whatever it's called, you know, the, exactly those kind vanishing. of games, then then you'll like this one. But maybe if you want a bit more sort of like snappier sort of horror experience, then maybe you want to try out the next game, which we're going to talk about, which will kind of nicely segue us into <laughs> Phasmophobia. Um, because we talked about mm-hmm. this on the show last week, and we said that we were going to team up and play this game together. And it's kind of been one of those games a bit like Among Us, You know, it's just been everywhere. Every sort of popular streamer seems to be playing this game. And I think it's because it's got some interesting and unique gameplay, but it also kind of brings everyone that's stuck at home together in a multiplayer experience, trying something a bit different. It's kind of got that social element to it as well. So I think that's why it's been so popular. Um, But yeah, we teamed up last week. Maybe does anyone want to sort of take the reins a little bit and sort of explain the game's mechanics uh, to people that have maybe never seen a phasmophobia stream or don't understand how the game yeah. actually works,
3: sure, I'll go for it. Okay, um, go for it. So phasmophobia is a game where you can have—I um, understand you can play it solo, but one to four people in, and you start off as this like motley crew of inexperienced uh, ghost hunters, and you start off in a van that that pulls up at a location. And it's not always the same location, um, and you start with a series of tools um, like a flashlight. Um, uh, ghost meter, I'll call it, spirit monitor. Uh, you can find certain items in the houses you're in, like the classic Ouija board to commune with the dead. And you start off with some objectives, uh, kind of scrolled on a whiteboard uh, that Mike so kindly read out for us as we were together teaming. And and as you're kind of going through this, you have to figure out how to use these tools um, and actually interact with the environment and then in somehow track down this ghost. You've got some uh, really handy things in your... Uh, in your toolkit, like, you know, a remote broadcasting DSLR, so a digital camera that you can sit in a bedroom, Um, you know, a black light that you can look at windows and doors and see if you can pick up any fingerprints, a thermometer, digital thermometer to see, is there, you know, is there a ghost present, has the temperature dropped, that kind of thing. And when you're all together, um, normally you're trying to communicate back with either one or two people who are back in the truck, kind of like monitoring, like a police vehicle outside um and so we, we did this and we you know got into this little starter house and stuff and there's there's a variety of different levels uh some of them i think there's a later level called the asylum which is meant to be absolutely horrific and, and very different from the environments that we were in uh then there's like a barn uh, kind of a farmyard and we were in just kind of a domestic house um it it turned it, it turned out very well. I felt like I mean, Nathy was funny because he was on an index had this bug where he was like half height the whole time and looked like he was crouched and just scared. It was like probably we true. I, toddler, scared, you I know. scared
1: Rowdy so many times by just walking by. Yeah,
2: that, that I have to say, like Nathie was far scarier in that game than any of the ghosts that I encountered.
0: It's like he was it's in the fetal position out the whole loud time. Nathie.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. But I mean like,
2: the thing is like you, you you heard a noise and then you would turn around and you wouldn't see anything because it was dark, right? So you would turn around and see it and all of a sudden you aim downwards and you see like Nate like at
3: your at your crutch like looking yeah. at you. Oh uh, it was but I like I like that they have I mean for a game that, that looks quite um, when you first got it you, you kind of feel like okay there's not gonna be much interactivity. But actually to be fair to them, the objects all interact pretty well. Um, there's a lot of variety it's not like one of these like unity projects that just is very simple um, the different items do feel different how you interact with the Ouija board is relatively simple right you kind of yeah. turn it on turn yeah, it off yeah, type yeah. of thing um, but Decent I, I, party I think system I, you know the thing that the thing that I found really interesting, is you know as you're wandering around the house, and I think Mike found this out first. By the way, chat was, <laughs> chat and Twitter were right. Mike Mike bit it first, then Nathie, then me. Rowdy made it through totally unscathed. The bastard. Although
2: I I encountered the first <sighs> ghost right. Because mm-hmm. when you yeah. guys were in the van looking at the camera. She she jumped on me.
3: Oh. <laughs> remember that? <laughs> yeah, you said that. I remember. And and I'd seen like a shadow slightly after that. Where like. I was convinced I'd seen her move in the room. The thing mm. is, it really plays with your subconscious because you're like, did I see something? Did I not? And then mm-hmm. what you see is different from everybody else. And if you do pass on because an angry ghost decides to bite your head off or whatever, like they snapped Mike's neck right in front of us. And that yeah, was yeah. that was pretty scary, actually.
2: <laughs> yeah. He just like, he floats <laughs> up and his like, he goes snap. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: It was uh, nuts.
2: Yeah. Uh. My, Mike was like this. Like he said, screw this. I'm going back to the van. <laughs> yeah. And he walks out and all of a sudden we hear
3: Ah he's got my face got me.
2: <laughs> And then we, we, we rush out and like Mike tries to come back in and we see him being lifted and his neck just goes like
0: <laughs> Snap. I, I think the funny thing was like hearing Nathie's cries like he would, he, he sounded genuinely sad that I'd like been killed. Yeah. Yeah. Um oh, but I think the, the weird yeah. thing is like and and something that I didn't really figure out until we played it was that the whole premise is basically to find evidence, right? So you you find the evidence of paranormal activity, you you have to note it in your journal and then use that evidence like the three parts of evidence that you find to basically establish what um kind of ghost is is haunting the place, right? But it's kind of weird, and I wish the end of each mission was a bit more satisfying in that you mm. were able to exercise the ghost or, like, capture it. Because it seems like you're like, okay, you've been hired as, like, a paranormal team to go in and, and, and deal with the ghost. You literally get there. You go like, oh, yeah, it's really cold in here. Oh, there's some fingerprints there. And, oh, yeah, my EMF reader's at level five. It must be a phantom. All right, see you later, mate. Good luck with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you're just, like, rolling it's into like, the
1: into the sunset. It's like the more you play it, the easier it gets. And yeah. the more you start to notice that I it's very arcadey uh, in this. I sense. personally
2: didn't find the game, uh, like, scary. I think the, the major part of that was because we were all together. There wasn't a single moment that I was like, oh, you <laughs> know, like... I'm, like, proper scared. Like, Zim tried to scare me by, like, going into the <laughs> kitchen, <laughs> like, uh, like hiding beneath the cupboard uh, yeah, when, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Mike already died, Nathie, we well, we me and Zim were in the cellar and all of a sudden we heard Nathie <laughs> screaming at
1: <and laughs> Yeah, you guys, like, <laughs> so I, followed you guys, I followed you guys into the house and then I couldn't fight and I didn't have a flashlight <laughs> because it's, like, pitch, pitch black. I was, like, hey, guys, like, yeah. I don't know where I am anymore and you guys didn't respond I, I, I was like listen I'm lost and it, for some reason <laughs> the radio didn't work anymore and then I heard like this breathing behind me I was like well now I'm screwed and then, yeah. and then I died and then it dragged me through its dungeon or
0: something I don't know yeah but it's funny <laughs> Like,
2: I, I found the game more like more fun than like mm-hmm. scary uh, it probably it's probably also because a lot of scary. people like it, it is. a lot of people like hyped it up as like a very scary experience so maybe my <sighs> my meter got like a little bit uh, higher already think, but, I think like uh, yeah, it was alright
1: you know Uh, Zim was talking about alien isolation. Like, the the alien in there, the Xenomorph, has, like, its own personality, has its own, like, thought process and stuff. It's very smart in that sense, but I feel like these ghosts are quite stupid, and it's like you can... Like, the first two, three rounds, you're like, whoa, they're, like, super... Artificial, you know, but then after then a while, well, you're, you're like, oh, wait. Board, <laughs> yeah, yes, he I hear you saying corner. that to the Ouija board. Yeah, I hear you saying <laughs> that to the Ouija oh, board, Nathy. No, no. The only
2: thing I heard was when, when Mike said, Can you turn the lights no, on? Yeah, I heard yeah. this, Nathy. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared,
0: man. I was legit scared. Uh, you sound much braver now than you did on the day, put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but now I can laugh about it at least. That's, but it's funny because, like, I played with uh, GT and Cass and Cherry last night oh, as well. Right. Like Yeah, yeah mm. on their streams. And, like, Cass and Jerry I think they would just played through the tutorial or de- done a test, but, like, Cass was, like, legitimately, like, re- legitimately terrified of the game. Like, yeah. so, so scared. Um, and I felt really bad for her at one point, bless her. Um, <laughs> was he, was she like, that scared?
1: Oh, yeah. like I thought I was the like, one who was, like,
0: pooping my pants in this game. Genuinely terrified. Like, we went into a haunted school, and then the phone <sighs> rang, and we found a phone off the hook, and there was, like, a girl in there. It, it was just, like, it was it was really bad. But the, th- um,
3: the, the progression system, I think, is really incentivizing. Like, I am incentivized to go back and play that game with even yeah, yeah, a, right. a friend or multiple yeah. friends because yeah. you get more, get more stuff. Equipment. You you get the yeah. ability to kind of just yeah, um, but- upgrade your character and get better at it and get tougher that's missions. That's true, you know? that's true. I think
1: that that's very addicting. But the problem with this game is that, yes, you get the equipment, but the ghosts don't necessarily change in behavior or difficulty. So even if you have the tools... It only makes this game even easier. Well, it should make it actually. It should grow with the tools you get. You know what I mean?
0: Mm.
1: Um, But what you think it doesn't?
3: I mean, I from what I've heard, like the levels get tougher, the the interactions are more intense. Um, So I think the two kind of go together, right? Like because you get more tools, you get more knowledge, you feel more comfortable, but then you're taken out of your comfort zone. So I need to play it for longer. But on the other side, I mean, this game is brand new, you
1: know, and and content-wise, there is still some some work that needs to be done. But I mean. Like I thought this is like this game has been one of my highlights in terms of how audio is getting used. I feel like almost no games are, you know, using audio in that way where not only it's like, oh, I use the radio because someone is not nearby, but also it responds to what you say and things like that and yeah, it makes it right. more interesting, yeah. you know? So you, um, you
0: learn you learn the spirit's name at the beginning of each yeah, mission, and if you yeah. keep repeating it over and over again, then they'll like, yeah, do it's more like paranormal weird stuff. like inviting you to role-play.
1: Yeah. It makes it way more immersive. True, uh, and true. And I think that's great.
0: We should Very also cool. point out as well that this game is only available for PC VR headsets uh, through yep. Steam right now, uh, mm-hmm. but I think most of us were actually playing via Quest 2 using Oculus Link. I think so. Um one, yeah. Oh, yeah. so, uh, so, I, sorry, I asked that the, question I again. My brain on the was close. I think using two. virtual
2: desktop. Oh, right. Worked, okay. You were using virtual desktop. It worked desktop. really well. I, I, I used virtual desktop and yeah. I didn't encounter any problems. Like uh, even the audio and everything actually worked perfectly on there.
3: Yeah. We yeah. Were, Mike and I were both on Link. Yeah. Which is yeah, right. After the patch, if you've missed this, Link now, even with shoddy cables, I, I'm literally using like the Oculus uh, one, Oculus Quest 1 power cable. Oh, wow, to nice. an adap- to a USB to USB A adapter to a USB extender so I've got about a 20 wow. foot cable beautiful. and it's still great you have to go into the um, tray tool and ramp it up to like for me it's, a, it's the equivalent of a USB 2 cable and yep. still it looks better than a Rift S like it's they solved the problem the software stack is beautiful I will I now like Rift S is probably dead for me now
0: it's sad we just, but we just need 90 hertz now replaced. we just need 90 hertz and we'll, we'll be good um but yeah, people are asking, that- does does yeah. the Quest 2 have a right. built-in mic? Yeah, you can use that built-in mic from the Quest 2. As long as you just set it up in the Windows oh, yeah. settings, you'll be good to go in Phasmophobia. Yeah, um, if you're interested in picking it up, yeah. it just had an update this week, uh, which added live support, so that could make for some interesting mixed reality content. <laughs> and the game is currently 10% off on Steam uh, during the Halloween that's sale, so you can pick it up for just under £10 or around $13 US But we'd recommend playing it with friends. Yeah, this, just, like,
1: if, yeah with friends. I mean, like... Yeah. With strangers, it's like super random. Uh, I even heard cool people suggestion. hacking into it, you know, and and being like they they could turn themselves into ghosts and stuff and fly around. I heard that as well, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I still
3: I, I still want to see like live chat interactivity, like their ability oh, to flick yeah. lights yeah. or switch ghosts. We've seen that a few times. You did that,
1: Zim. You played like last year. You played this really bad Riko's uh, like, fragments. Riko's fragments, which has been updated
3: since. It's a year since it um but i wasn't like they they really tried hard that you would you <laughs>
1: have this were, web app like in the chat they were like just they could trigger like every 5 seconds like jump scares and ziv was like in his house and like the jump scares came from everywhere because the chat was just spamming like Let's... spamming him
0: yeah,
3: yeah. It, but, like... it wasn't very convincing in that but i think that they, if they tagged that on here it could be a real yeah. i mean it's already been a yeah. i don't want to say a system seller but it's been sold by the viral nature of it the social side of it the fear factor so everyone gets talking about it but i really think that phasmophobia could do a really good job if they tied into chat yeah. it, it, i think it would amazing. be
2: what would be a cool suggestion for example when mike got grabbed, that we could maybe like grab him back and oh. try to like oh, you know yeah. make him sure with that the dead? yeah cool. like Sweet. like something like that that would have been ma- making it even like the role playing or the or or the experience a bit more intense. Yeah, I, just, just, I just want to get just, my
0: proton pack out and just start oh. blasting the thing and then get it in a trap and then like, you know, go across the streams, you know. Electro. Like, well, is it the, the other uh, side
3: like don't you feel like there is there's a span here for a proper we've said this before, but a proper VR Ghostbusters experience yeah, that totally. se- that that takes it seriously. You know how Squadrons has done like for Star Wars. You want you want them now to like listen to the the sounds coming out of you know all the different content creators and and just the community at large playing vr games in phasmophobia and and listen to it and be like right let's put some let's put a sack of money on the table let's put this thing together get the ip sorted and actually make a decent ghostbusters experience
0: It's actually um, like number one in the, the the Steam charts right now, so it's obviously doing very well. So I, I'm, I'm sure we'll awesome. see more uh, Phasmophobia over the coming weeks and months. But yeah, definitely recommend teaming up with uh, some friends and trying it out now, just to, it's, as it's, as, a, as a as a fun experience together.
1: If, if you look at if you look at the game from let's say the mainstream gaming market, it's a very simple concept. It's not the yeah. most you know uh, mind blowing title, but for when you play it then in VR and with the VR industry making almost no co op stuff, it's like you just like this is instantly so much fun, and we're like, where is the rest? We want yep. more of this, and we have ideas, whatever. Well, these devs made it as a pancake title and just added some, some, some. Well,
0: it's VR support, let's say, like that. It's but funny, you know what a- I mean? Aqu- in says, get the dev on the on the podcast. That's not a bad shout, actually. Maybe we could reach and out uh, to them maybe and see if they'll join that. us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll say, we'll say. good suggestion. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. So that is a uh, phasmophobia like we said available on steam uh, but playable on quest 2 using oculus link a lot of fun with uh, a group of four friends if you are if you're up for it especially during the halloween season for yeah. sure <laughs> um the next bit of news is about the quest 2 as this week uh, facebook had its q3 earnings call and the transcripts of these calls are made public. And uh, during the call, Mark Zuckerberg sort of touched on the Quest and the success that it's, they've been experiencing with it just recently. They said, uh, this quarter, we also took major steps forward in building the next computing platform. We launched Quest 2, our most advanced virtual reality headset, right in time for the holidays. It delivers a real sense of presence, like you're there with another person or in another place. And we've worked to make it as accessible uh, to more people as possible. It's lighter, faster, has a sharper screen, and a new price point of just $300. Pre-orders have outpaced the original Quest pre-orders by more than five times and have surpassed our own expectations. So that's pretty good coming from Mark himself saying, you know, that... Five times yeah. pre-orders of the original quest, five and times. we we know, of course, that the original quest was a huge success, and we and it did well. We 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 thought as much yeah. with the quest 2 that it would be more popular. But I don't know about you guys, but I've seen the quest 2 advertised in more places. I've seen uh, more sort of like um, tech youtubers and streamers talking about the quest 2 over the original quest and in a positive light as well like even mainstream media articles generally tend to air on the positive side uh, when it comes to reviewing the quest 2 so uh, i don't know if you've seen um, that as well yourself yeah. but, <laughs>
2: but still i have the feeling that the general public has no idea what this device is since yeah yesterday i did a little test on like a zoom meeting i pulled it out and i said do you guys know what this is and like the only guy who had like some experience with like some techno- technological stuff he said like oh, is that like uh, the google glass so oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah I, people I mean, have still like no idea yeah, no uh, idea about this kind of headset like i'm, I'm you,
1: talking general people you definitely need to be interested in tech even if you are just a gamer i don't think you're necessarily no. knowing what this is but if you're yeah, yeah. like specifically interested in technology and new gadgets then you should know but yeah, yeah, I but think you right. will
3: And this is the thing this is what they're going at like I, I definitely see Facebook They're throwing money at it. They're throw They're throwing quests out the door at various, you know Verified youtubers and that and and you can definitely tell they're trying to attack it from the kind of Tech side and social to get it into people's hands eyes ears um, so that when we go through not just the crit They're not just going aiming for
1: the Christmas sales
3: I think that they're aiming to kind of make this the thing that people talk about come January,
1: February. That's going to be the interesting part for sure. Uh, They're also official partner of the NBA and NBA is something that not tech people are only watching. So, um, yeah, they're like throwing insane amounts of money um, everywhere. I think especially in the US, I haven't seen much in Europe here. Um, Of course, the Internet has ads across the board, but I haven't seen tv commercials or mm. let's say uh would be media stores or any anyone advertising it but i think in the mm-hmm. u.s it's like pretty freaking crazy how much money they mm. spend there
0: mm-hmm. yeah for uh, sure although
2: like I, I sometimes wonder where they spend like wh- like for example the nba again like it's i mean of course a lot of people watch it but like a target audience i'm always wondering like why don't they invest more in, for example Getting a huge tournament going on into the esports scene, and uh, get like people that are maybe not really interested in in, in going into VR to get uh, to get interested into trying at least to uh, do the VR esports. Um, I, I'm I'm wondering why why it's, they're not investing more in that kind of field. They're still like they're, like still like they're
1: still going for the ever, tournaments, or they're going for the average joes that don't even know what esports mm-hmm. are. I think Absolutely. they're spending
0: money across the board, like um, in multiple different ways of marketing, like m- mm-hmm. definitely. And, it, it, you know, like seeing people like, um, you know, big tech channels talking about it, or like Austin Evans, like he was talking about it the other day. We saw PewDiePie streaming Population 1 the other day, which was pretty incredible. On the, on although, the Rift S. Still. He was doing it on the Rift S. But he had a Quest 2 in the background, so he does have, the, you know, the hardware, uh, just a question of whether or not the thing is, you know for, if you was a, a traditional streamer and you've been traditionally streaming games for years and years like getting into the complex uh you know uh problems of streaming vr like it comes with its own issues right it's not easy mm-hmm. and oh, that's,
3: that's the not problem. easy this is yeah, a lot of people underestimate it as well when they try to go at it. they're like oh i'll just get a vr headset and i'll just bang it together and all this kind yeah. of thing and it's getting easier. That's absolutely true. I mean, but I, I think, nowadays I think, you can. But
1: yeah, but I, I think if they if they would spend money, I think a lot of people find it very hard to even share uh, content yeah. with this uh, thing. It's it's not it's not consumer friendly at all in terms of recording no, or no. sharing. And they should they, they should improve
2: that, especially if they want because a lot of people like for example watch PewDiePie stream and they go like, "Oh, this doesn't look good." looks terrible you know why is the field of view so small why is the the graphics so low well in the headset of course it doesn't look like that um, because you have a high resolution panel you have a wide field of view but the output the video output that you're getting that you know like i don't know fifty thousand people were watching this live stream or whatever they all seal the output that is coming out of that and they immediately associate that with the thing that he is seeing as well the
3: sharing feature that nathan's talking about i think is really really key and it didn't really dawn on me before a couple of chat people were watching the stream and, and, and asking, like, how do I how do I share with a friend? Like you would with on PlayStation. Do I have a share button? Can I just, just push Facebook? <laughs> yeah. But like but, but you know, can I do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I capture footage to show a friend yeah. how much fun I'm having, to convince them to come and join me in VR and buy a headset, etc. Mm-hmm. right? That's not easy enough no. right now. That's not high enough quality right no, now. No, but even, even
1: even sharing it to Facebook itself doesn't work very well. So it's, it's yeah. not even a platform issue at the moment. It's just sharing in general is. A, in general. That's why you know people. That's why, for example, when we share something on our channels, it's very popular because a lot of people have no idea how to do it in the first place. It looks like yeah. witchcraft. Well. I mean, after a few tutorials and stuff, you know how to do it. Um, But Mm. um, going, yeah, (laughs) with Blair Witchcraft. But 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 going back to like the yeah, I think a a big part of the success is the money they throw into it, and not necessarily someone telling someone else like, listen, hey, this is a great experience. I don't think that's the majority of where this whole hype came from. But um, I just hope that that this, this way they're spending money is not going to uh, give people the wrong kind of perspective of what the Quest 2 is because I do feel like if if you have, let's say, you pay creators on YouTube and maybe Instagram or Facebook, wherever, uh, to let them promote the Quest 2, then you can direct that as well because all the people that I've seen um, making videos on the Quest 2, tech reviewers, mm-hmm. they're not really talking about the Facebook issue of like hey you do need a facebook account it's getting mentioned a little bit but i feel like that's that's like i wish that someone like for example linus of course he had some bumps in the road but i would just like to see them just taking the quest by themselves and be like we're gonna review it and no one is paying
0: um, yeah absolutely. because i want them
1: to it, it needs to be Accent- mentioned it, it, needs, it's, it's yeah, that, it needs to be accentuated mandatory. Mandatory, i think is your it's point. mandatory it, yeah. like you're you're responsible for yeah. your subscribers for your People should know about And if people then want to use their Facebook account to use the Quest 2, fine. It's up to you. It's your decision. But at least, and I feel like with so much money rolling into that, you kind of get the wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't see it in the advertisements on just, you know, the ads. But I feel like the videos or the opinion-based things, Mm -hmm. that's a little bit of a problem. I don't know. But I've seen that. The
3: expectations management here, I think, is also important because... Um, from what I've seen, marketing-wise, they are pretty much focusing gaming. But if they start pushing it more as just general tech, like you would a mobile phone or a cell phone, um, then people are going to have expectations about what that device can do without mm. even researching it. This is what the way consumers act, unfortunately. Is they mm. they'll just pick up the product, expect it to be able yeah, yeah. to run Google Earth standalone or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, actually, yeah. the the ecosystem for non-gamer content right now on Quest is not easily accessed, and there isn't a lot for it. You know, if you're not a gamer. Like, you know, would a scientist pick it up? Would a poet pick it up? Would a teacher pick it up? But even
1: even if someone is a gamer, like uh, someone came by this week who um, bought the Quest 2 first headset and he was like, yeah, so in terms of games, I'm already starting to look at side quests now and I've heard about, you know, streaming to PC, like getting that interest that quickly in these other shows, the library right now, you know, and shows what you yeah. can because if you're like the thing is even if you are a gamer on quest 2 you still have a certain genre you like but there isn't plenty of that you know what i mean yes, so exactly. if you like if, puzzle games Zim, there aren't that many puzzle games on quest 2 yeah if you like shooters
3: room well, you
1: can have fun for for the upcoming years but you know what i mean so it, it depends mm. on what you like and what you're interested i like in. that
3: it has outs that's the thing like if i'm glad that we're now at quest 2 and it has outs like you have an out if i've got a pc or a laptop i can hook it up with a cable and i can actually play some stuff yeah uh, and if i if i really want to tinker i can go side questy so you've actually got these two like platforms one of which is hooked up to steam which massively changes yeah. what you can play It uh, yeah. it's also gives you the wider oculus home library so maybe it's more like it's like three three yeah. you know river deltas that you can feed from yeah. but if you're just looking at the standalone product.
1: It's limited. What what I'm just saying is that you know, I think it's it's awesome news that it has been doing so well and that it exceeded expectations. But the hardware is very good, but the content is definitely a problem, and it will only get bigger next year. They again, they haven't had a roadmap, and people have been because I've been talking about this before, also on my Twitter account, and people say like, no, but we get Star Wars, uh, Vader, and we get Metal, (laughs) and we get this. I'm like, that's a handful. You need to like we're talking about the 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 bigger spectrum, like the the the, the longer road,
0: and that's mm. something no one knows about. So you're mm. buying into hardware, but where but, the heck is the software? But certainly, no. like seeing the success, you know, uh, you know, from what we've heard, is because developers have also shared that the fact that you know they've seen yeah. like a you know a 10x in terms yeah. of sales after the Quest 2 launch, um, but what i think we're going to see hopefully is that you know other developers see that as a great motivation to start making vr content and we have more original developers jumping on board sharing some interesting and new ips uh, and the content grows you know because i feel like you know certainly on the pc vr platform you know like it's a bit stagnant right now but i feel like with quest you know hopefully we have to kind of go backwards to go forwards if you know what i mean the quest will bump up the sales devs will come on board maybe develop for both quest and PC simultaneously yeah, but, like we've seen and then the, prob- the problem the, with that the is a PC bit market like, as well.
2: the, the problem with that is a little bit like as as a developer would you at this moment considering like you know the past guests that we had yeah. uh, develop a non gaming something on Facebook because uh, I mean there as a gaming developer yeah I, I I can agree with that you know like a gaming platform I think it's great. But if you, for example, like you see like Oculus themselves are investing in something like Infinite Office, uh, they're doing Oculus Venues, you know, they, they're trying to get the, the big things kind of out there. As a developer at this point with a, a great non-gaming ID, I don't know if you would still be so convinced in getting into the platform that Facebook is providing. No. That being said, though, if you, if you jump in, for example, Population 1 and you ask people, what headset are you playing? Everyone says Quest 2. Yeah. Everyone is playing without anyways. doubt,
3: <laughs> even yeah. if they don't have one. Question, question. No, <laughs> I
1: mean, cool, yeah, like, like I think you're right, but then there is still this thing of like, is your game getting approved or not? Uh, are they letting enough, uh, uh, you know, yeah. content in there? Because I think that's a problem. They really need to loosen it up. Because again, like there are things on side quest. I'm like, that doesn't belong there. It should be on the main store. What the heck's going on? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And then also something that I've seen a lot happening. And also the quest one is that you have a lot of great games in the oven they're ready to go but what what, what does oculus because oculus is usually in charge of when developers launch and they just throw them all out in like a week they do everything i'm like you need to stretch it out and be a little bit more careful Mm. with what you launch because then you get these dry seasons because i don't know after december it's january again and january is always like kind of those months where it's like dry season are we still is there still something to play i mean what the heck's going on so i, I yeah i don't know um i'm a little bit skeptical on the whole content uh, I, side of, of the quest too man um, i think as well like for uh, us we
0: got it we got to also reflect the fact that for us we're in a quite a unique position that we play practically every game that gets released whereas you know if you're just jumping into the platform you've got like a such a huge library yeah, of content okay, okay. to keep be going for a long time yeah, But I'm time. Now
1: talking talking yeah yeah true but it's the back catalog but i'm talking about like using the Quest 2's power now to really create something like The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners where full single player, no more party stuff, like
3: true games that you can remember. Console, well, I think what you're saying is like, I mean, give me some of this like 10 to 30 hours I can sink my teeth into, really invest my time in it, right? Sing the praises to my friends and stuff like that and really carry that IP then forward to Mm -hmm. maybe a subsequent title. Like what we're basically saying is, VR' has been stewing for six seven years now in this in this new rebirth like l- it's time that it becomes a console. And I think you know Quest 2 really has an opportunity to uh, to become that. And what Nathan said for now probably three or four years, and I agree with it, is that there there is no as a consumer public uh, like release schedule, uh, a pipeline that shows yeah. you where we're going. like what can I expect in 2021? We have very we have less than ten titles I think in twenty twenty one that we can look forward well, to even, and say
1: even, that's coming. Well, even this year, if you just look at it like how things have been communicated and what came out, well, twelve you know, and
3: yeah, twenty twenty is different. But the yeah, thing of course, is-
1: with the pandemic. But I, I, I'm like I'm just like um, you know yeah the hardware is cheap, but as a consumer, if you want to keep people hooked to your products. Yeah. Like and if games. someone after and month this is, is already where, telling me, like, I'm a little bit bored and I want to use SideQuest, there's something wrong with your whole library. Just and saying. you know what
3: I would do if I was Oculus? I mean, where did Beat Saber come from? It came from a jam. It came from a dev jam. Like, it is really important that Oculus Start, which we haven't heard the term of in quite oh. a while now, they need to be flooding that with cash. They need to be getting, like, university students playing with the de- dev tools getting stuff if it has to be exclusive to the platform fine but get those those new germinating ideas fund them one of them is going to spring wings and it's going to sell your system I in mean, the future it, that is exactly how john Carmack started
1: yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like like i'm totally down for game gems but they're not even necessary because all the game gem stuff is on the freaking side quest store put it on the main store I, I, I think what Zim means,
2: yeah, yeah, I think what Zim means is that money needs to be invested into that in order for something nice to come out of yeah, it. Yeah, but they're like devs I, right I, now; I they put their own money that.
1: into we, into apps, and they put it on SideQuest and they're not getting the opportunity to get it to the main store because, according to Facebook, it's not good enough.
0: Well, we do know that Oculus is still investing into Oculus Start, which is their funding yeah. program. Uh, but yeah, like there are some some titles certainly yeah. on side that deserve to be on the official store. Yeah. Pavlov, although they they teased a trailer recently, so maybe that is coming. Um, and also uh, Hyper Dash as well. Yeah.
1: I don't want to yeah. I don't want to be the party pooper. I think it, as I said it's great to see that it's exceeding expectations, but for me content-wise, it's not exceeding expectations at all. It's mm-hmm. the hardware that does it. Yeah. It's not the content.
3: Yeah, the num I'm I'm with you there, Nathy. I think it's a big applause on the sales. I think they're going to go steadier. They're probably going to get to the point where when, when Zuckerberg makes a, a mention like that, what that means is expect the thing to sell out in the run up to Christmas. So if you've been teetering and you're like maybe I'll get one, yeah. don't wait too much longer. I'm surprised they actually haven't sold out up to this point. Um yeah. Is is I've said that all, all the way along because I got convinced very early on with Quest 2 of how great a headset it is and it's just something that mm. um yeah. as and, a and parent who's heading towards Christmas <laughs> it's like now or never you know like, if you, dude, if you don't like, want to be buying from scalpers. Dude, like so. that,
1: that's the thing and I think that's why uh you know we we are going to see more games and more awesome experiences is because yes they're advertising it like crazy as you said with Christmas there are a lot of people going to buy a Quest mm-hmm. 2. And yeah. with that comes a more demanding audience. And it becomes louder too on social media, on Reddit, everywhere. And they're like, listen, yeah. where are the games? Make the yeah. games.
3: The thing is it's unstable growth we have to be careful of because if they grow too fast. Well they grow too fast. We were talking about this right (laughs) before the podcast. They have grown too fast. And I think I think one of the issues is you can't keep pace necessarily with the demand. Supply and demand needs to go hand in hand.
1: What you're saying here, that's a very good point. But this is happening for a very long time now because even with Quest One, we were like, where's the party system? Where's the Oculus rooms? It's not, it's not catching up. So the hardware and, and the popularity is not catching up what people can actually experience. So yeah. I think that's a very good point.
2: People in the chat are saying that's a good point that, you know, Facebook has, has the right as well to guard the quality of their store, of course. Um, the, the problem is not, I think, that we have with low quality titles hitting the Oculus store, but it's really high quality yeah. titles, yeah. like yeah. the ones that we see on SideQuest that get massive amounts of positive reviews that are not allowed on the oculus store for a reason that is well we don't know the exact reason of course but in our opinion or in the developers opinion it's not really a valid reason mm. yeah. well, I mean, hopefully, they, they hopefully
3: when they control, take more control so.
0: over that that will change
3: yeah yeah, yeah I, I can't wait to see their tools out i think we just yeah. we need that yeah. we need that sooner just make those make those outs from the quest 2 more easily uh, accessible and reliable, and yeah. you're gonna please your consumers. Because I think Nathan made the, the best point here, uh, which is just when you get onto a platform, particularly if you're not accustomed to VR, it might not look like a cornucopia of options because you're like, I just want to play puzzle games. Like mm-hmm. I don't want. So I've got my Cubism, I've got my Gadgeteer, I've got my Gravity Labs. Yeah. Like what more do I have right now to play? It looks very limited from a categorical you know view. So mm-hmm. I, I mean I I know that
2: I, I maybe I'm different but I know that when I bought my my first Xbox or my first playstation whatever back in the day uh, I bought that entire console because of the hype around one single game for example with H- Xbox there was Halo. that was that was the only reason why I wanted the Xbox and then later I looked at like you know what else can I play but I already have yeah. bought the Xbox Good point and um, yeah. I, I don't know if, if that is maybe Oculus strategy as well to deliver in each oh, category one very, very solid no, game that draws yeah. people in like Can we... for example Population 1 Can like, I mean, we ask I mean, right. Chad that they... question
3: actually because I think that's a really good thing to sample on and I don't think I've heard a public opinion on that what drove you to buy your Quest 2? Give us one answer. Like what, what answer. game it was? What
1: game,
2: yeah. It could be a game, like, it
3: could be a feature. Someone might say hand tracking. That, from my that's experience a- in
2: the past week, I've heard a lot of people playing Population 1 saying that this was the game why they bought the
1: Quest 2. But that's very clear. Like Oculus facebook is is always doing those marketing strategies that's why they for example made lone echo that's why they made art k1 and wilson's heart and 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 the climb and things like it all these games they were constantly pulling people even marvel's powers united you know they were constantly advertising that at places like oh buy it with the rift this so mm-hmm. there are always know. star wars the new star wars game that's that's one to get Absolutely. people buying the headset I- I'm going to read this out because screen door effect, flexibility,
3: Racket screen NX, effect. wireless, comfort and wireless, XR2 screen. Yeah, screen, fair enough. Beat saber and pistol whip, the hardware, The Walking Dead. Um, what else we got? Wireless. We heard wireless a lot. I mean, I, I think Facebook knows I, this. I, I
2: wonder if that's for people again. who already owned a headset before. Yeah, of course. By the audience who's listening, these people, people are
1: all in the VR industry for years. If you ask someone who's new, it's like, oh, there's yeah. one thing with these sabers, yeah. and
0: I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I want fighter. I bought Saber it for Saber fighter. fighter. <laughs> but yeah th- like obviously we don't have official numbers still um, I'm sure they will come eventually but you know that's what we need right now we need the yeah. official numbers we to need know Mike. how many they actually we need sold Mike
1: Verdue Mike fordue where the heck are you man like I've been like calling him for two years oh. now in the distance, but still, I don't hear anything, no echoes. You Maybe know? that is a problem. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, yeah. <laughs>
0: He's scaring the guy off. He's very timid. But, sorry, yeah. Um, sorry. From what, from what <laughs> Oculus and Facebook are saying, it's doing very well, and hopefully that'll reflect in developers coming to the platform in the future. That's <laughs> yeah. our I saw so hope much anyway. in the chat. You um, bought for Beat Smith. How's <laughs> my microphone now? I've been, I've been playing around with it whilst you guys have been chatting yeah. away. Still on and off. I don't know what the heck's yeah, going on. I think, I think it's, it's more internet-related because uh, I certainly can't hear it in my headset. Um, it's, it's definitely internet-related, I, I, I think. I, how I is it to, down uh, south,
3: Mike? Do you uh, do you have storms? Because up here we've got like almost stormy.
0: weather Yeah, a lot of rain. So maybe yeah, that rain. might be it. Lockdown. Yeah. God damn you, rain! <laughs> Right, last bit of news this week comes from AMD as they just announced their brand new lineup of Radeon 6000 series graphics cards to compete with NVIDIA's new 30 series lineup. So did any of you guys buy one of the new NVIDIAs or are you looking to buy a new Radeon? No, no, no.
3: I Um, wouldn't touch Radeon with a 10 foot feckin pole, Mike. Sorry. Why? Why? Tell me why. Thank
0: you. Drivers. Driver support
3: with AMD for years has been a problem. NVIDIA have me, I don't care if they're faster by 20%. Driver yep. support has been beautiful for more than ten years. I'm not moving back to AMD. I used to be an AMD guy for the yeah. money because you'd get you get the price performance ratio right. Yeah.
1: But more
0: bang for your buck. No, yep. You said support. that about
1: Apple. So out. what's what's up with AMD? <laughs> like, isn't it usually like the, the in the long run the parts are just not holding up very well?
0: I've never I've never had an AMD. It's always these, I've like, never had an AMD. It's like a negativity
1: either. surrounding AMD for some reason. But the prices yeah. are great. I've had I've had AMD cars. Yeah, I've had I've had really
2: but good not, ones.
0: I haven't played with them for VR. i only had Nvidia for VR. Okay, well, so here's the new cards. There are there are three new cards. So they all kind of go toe to toe with their sort of Nvidia counterparts. Um, so I'll just kind of detail them and give you the prices. We've got the Radeon RX sixty eight hundred, which has sixteen gigabytes of memory. It's five hundred and eighty US dollars, and it comes out on the eighteenth of November. We've then got the Radeon RX sixty eight hundred XT. Uh, which again, 16 gigabytes of memory, 650 US dollars, comes out on the 18th of November. And then we've got the Big Daddy, which is the Radeon RX 90 uh, 6900, which XT, but again, it's only got 16 gigabytes of memory and is 1,000 US dollars. This comes out <laughs> on the 8th of December.
1: Well, Some people are watching thing. right well, now. It's like I have a 10 bucks
0: video card. It's only six. Well, that's a lot. The, the reason why I say only is because this is competing with the um, NVIDIA RTX 3090. Yeah. Uh, which is $1,500, so we're talking $500 less, um, although, you know, it's got 16 gigabytes of memory when compared to the 3090s, 24 Mm. gigabytes of memory. So it Mm. is, you know apples and pears but what we don't know right now is how these actually stack up in terms of real world performance in sort of like vr titles yeah. and that's going to be the most important thing right is like how these actually compete yeah. get them out um, there
1: because yeah. um because one thing that i do know is that um let's say you have an oculus uh, headset I thought that most AMD cards, also on the website of Oculus, it says that most AMD cards are not supporting Oculus Link. They're mm-hmm. all in red, while NVIDIA seems to be more in the, in the green zone. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's very rare to actually own an AMD card that was working with Link, but this new one yeah. is that maybe gonna solve that problem? Yeah. Although th-
2: th- we have uh, Max Fernandez who just convinced me to to get uh, a card as well because apparently it's called the Raudian 6- <laughs> 6800. <laughs> what? The
0: Raudian. <laughs> Um, but interestingly, like, uh, Oculus right now, um, you know, even today when I tested it, I fire up Oculus Home, it doesn't recognize the fact that I've got one of the new uh, oh. RTX cards, and it says your 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 system isn't uh, meeting the optimal yeah. spec for no, it's VR. Not even, it's not wow. even on the list of, like, the, the, you know,
1: recommended specs for Link. Well, you would think that they should, yeah. like, especially now with them promoting
0: their headsets as yeah. PC yeah. VR, that you need to be on top of that. Mm. Yeah. Um, also, Guy Godin, or Guy Godin, sorry, I always say his name wrong, <laughs> uh, is in the chat, and he says, AMD cards don't have great video encoders, um, at least not as good sure. as NVIDIA right now. So that's a really good point as well. Yeah. But you um, have to
2: combine that with the, with the CPU from, uh, from AMD as well, which... Well, tend to be multi-threaded as well
0: previously that wasn't the case but according to jay's two cents tech channel that i watch regularly he was saying that the new series of cards that if you're using amd cards with amd processors you will benefit from them which wasn't the mm-hmm. case historically but that is the case now So, it's going to be interesting to see if we get any sort of real world comparisons between NVIDIA and uh, AMD in this new lineup. But one of the unique features about these new cards is that they feature a USB C connector on the back, which they state in their sort of like, you know, promotional material will power head mounted displays with just one cable for a modern VR experience. Now, don't get confused with virtual link this isn't virtual link but it is pretty much the same thing in that it's a USB-C port with a dedicated driver so if your motherboard doesn't have one you could use it to power you know oculus quest and oculus quest 2 using uh oculus link but although like we said we don't know what the performance is right now because there isn't really any other headset on the market that can take advantage of this port yet. And that was the same case with Virtual Link as well. Like, there was an adapter made for the original yeah. Rift CV1. But we didn't see any other manufacturers jump on board with it, which was a real shame. But I do think partly that was probably because maybe the push is maybe towards wireless a bit more um, than being tethered. I don't know. You know, mm. I think personally... It's, it's, seeing... it's,
1: it's, it's mainly... Di- yeah, it's, it's mainly display board.
0: It's mainly DisplayPort or yeah. HDMI, but certainly from the, you know, the yeah. response in the chat is that everyone was more keen with Quest 2 because of the wireless functionality using virtual desktop yeah. than using Oculus yeah. Link. So maybe that's why NVIDIA were like, well, you know, we saw historically that users didn't use it, so we're just going to ditch it. Whereas AMD seems to have picked up the slack a little bit and decided to incorporate it in the but, new well, card. What, is, what is AMD's history of VR anyways? It's well they the don't first really that they are like oh this is the first time they've said this is a dedicated port for VR uh, headsets but again whether or not people will actually use it or not and whether we'll see it on the next generation of AMD cards or not and it will be like Nvidia they just didn't drop it as a feature who knows but Very it odd. would need someone like Valve you know who dropped support for virtual link to come back into the fold and say actually this is like a really nice way of interfacing with your pc with a single connector which I, it, I totally isn't agree it, isn't with it
1: just like they put it on there just to be like hey we're like we can up the price a little bit and this is a we call this a feature now because vr isn't large enough yet to even pull these like marketing tricks yet um, well most of these cards so. are cheaper
0: than they're yeah, in I think it's a
2: good sign that we see AMD like maybe focusing a little bit more on this because it makes it more of like I mean like it is more of like a VR card now and that might like drive people into like you know trying to invest in those kind of cars that might also drive uh, further support later on so, I, mm. I mean, I think it's good if AMD, like, you know, it's like focusing maybe a little bit more
1: on the, on the VR the I wonder if they to, are like, really doing that. Some of that from the NVIDIA. Or they just were like, hey, there's now USB-C in there. Let's just kind of throw some VR
0: marketing at it and be like... Maybe, maybe. Know. Yeah, Andy. but but like we say, we don't we don't know the performance stats right mm. now. Obviously, you know, Nvidia is kind of a, a known quantity, and that we know that headsets work really well on those graphics cards. So we're we're not saying upgrade. We're just saying like this is available right now. Wait until the stats come out and then make make a purchasing decision. Mm. You know, maybe you can save a couple of hundred bucks and get a faster card. But we just don't That'd know the real world specs right on. now uh, in terms of game performance, VR game performance. Anyway,
3: I'm gonna make one more point on this AMD. Um, versus NVIDIA thing. Um, sure. So I think, again, the AMD NVIDIA race that has been going on for years is fantastic because if nothing else, it means even if, in my opinion, NVIDIA has been kind of ahead for the last, the best part of 10 years in terms of their driver support and actually their, their price uh, yeah. performance ratio, um, and even if they're getting close or one's overtaking the other, that's competition. And that competition... Is precisely what we need against Facebook. Like we need, we need the the equivalent. And we we're going to keep saying this and keep echoing it. But that's the kind of ecosystem you need for this kind of uh, fair dichotomy between the two sides. That's going to be the best outcome for consumers and actually for the technology. It drives those teams harder. It drives their uh, deals down. It drives science forward. Um, I, that's what I want to see. And it's really mm. weird that we're still in a one horse race to some extent. Mm. Yeah. And there's a couple of other horses bolting in different directions. But we don't, we have these well, kind of strange little ecosystems happening because VR isn't big enough yet.
1: Well,
3: I, you know, it'll get there. But I'm, I'm glad that AMD exists. I still have a, a small heart in them because when I was a budding gamer, um, you know, getting an AMD card and an AMD uh, chip was significantly cheaper, like 40% cheaper fed me for a couple of years but just be careful if you're not very informed on the graphics card side the driver support has been a problem in the past and i'm concerned that nvidia just are masters in that space so be careful before you just look at the grunt on the card sure. but okay
1: i mean i mean uh, like to give uh, amd credits is like they they make gaming more accessible uh, and NVIDIA for, sure. and for, the, for the rich. I, I mean, uh, so, right? it's very expensive stuff. And with AMD, you can you can also enjoy video games for a way lower price. And sure. their processes are pretty great for streaming PCs as well, because yeah. I use an AMD
2: processor in my streaming the PC. The price PC. Oh, yeah. difference is huge between the two. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: So that is uh, some new AMD cards. But um, like I said, we'll have to wait until we get some VR specs side-by-side comparisons in terms of performance with the NVIDIA cards yeah. uh, before I'd recommend buying one. Um, but let's get into the hot topic then this week, because sort of Zim touched on it a little bit about sort of, you know, Oculus are the only ones driving forward right now. And, and that is very true. Uh, and we kind of all had our kind of hopes, you know, pinned on, on Sony doing something really interesting in the VR space, particularly around the new PS5. Sadly, it doesn't seem like that's going to happen anytime soon. So let's kind of get into this a little bit, because... You know, when the PS5 was first announced, we were all really excited about the fact that, you know, we probably would be looking at a second generation PSVR headset, right? And I think we all agree that, you know, VR content Sony has provided over the years has been top notch. We've had amazing titles like Firewall Zero Hour. We've had Resident Evil 7, Astro Bot, Iron Man, Blood and Truth, just to name a few of the amazing titles over on the Sony side of things. But as the VR technology has evolved outside of Sony, you know, like with Facebook, you know, even sort of uh, HTC to a certain degree, you know, moving to inside-out tracking, we've got new Windows MR headsets, we've got this new Decker Gear VR1 that's pushing the boundaries in certain ways. It seems like kind of like Sony and PlayStation have been kind of lagging behind. They've kept with the original PSVR, and you know, over time, it's been like four years now since its release, it's really started to show its age in terms of its uh, performance. So we were hoping, we were all pinning our hopes on Sony announcing a new PSVR headset. We thought it was unlikely around the launch of the new console, which is coming like you know next month, but it seems it's gonna be much further away. So uh, this week, the president and CEO of PlayStation, Jim Ryan gave an interesting statement during a recent interview with the Washington Post about the situation. And this is what he said. Uh, I think we're more than a few minutes from the future of VR. PlayStation believes in VR, Sony believes in VR and we definitely believe at some point in the future VR will represent a meaningful component of interactive entertainment. Will it be this year? No. Will it be next year? No. But it will come at some stage. We believe that and we're very pleased with all the experience that we've gained with PlayStation VR and we look forward to seeing where that takes us in the future. So this kind of means that you know a second PSVR, a second gen PSVR headset isn't likely going to be happening. this year or even next year and we're looking at like what 2022 before we're even going to see a second gen psvr I, headset
1: i wasn't honestly i wasn't expecting something next year anyways but that's a long i was wait. expecting I think something next a really year weird strategy yeah yeah next year
2: i i was expecting something next year as well like not this year of course but like next year yeah i mean especially because you have a little bit like a leading position in the in the console market, uh, I just think that if you see like the amount of effort and time and money that, that Facebook is putting into, you know, securing their position in that market and that Sony pretty much has like free reign into the console market, I find it really weird that they don't want to push on with that. I, find,
3: I, I find wonder, that I wonder if, I mean, I, I get it and I hear that message, but I have to think like if you're, if you're smart and you're playing strategic. Wouldn't you say something like that if you were planning, say, a Q1 2022 launch for a PSVR 2 equivalent and you want Microsoft to think, hey, now's our time. We're going to go ahead and pour money into R&Ding and trying to jump on this thing in short term. Like, is that it sounds it sounds very unexpected of a message, not just from a you've been successful and there's more success here to be had because they have they Um, have a huge market there. But I just I, I, it doesn't it doesn't sound true to me. It doesn't sound like something
1: well, that I'd expect. Maybe the the the, the big difference between Facebook and also Sony is that they have different goals with VR and have different very, strategies. So very, I, I think mm-hmm. seeing, of course, that Facebook is doing like yeah, Quest is doing, well, why are not why are they not doing it? Because they have a different kind of. Um,
3: I don't know, the advertising it, dollars come, you know that are that are basically yeah. begging plus them to put yeah, money towards we're it. Plus, we talking about
1: a social platform versus yeah. Sony, who makes all kinds of stuff. From it's like an entertainment company. That's how I would describe mm. it. But, but Facebook uh, is a little bit in all of the markets. It's yeah, very, true.
2: It's very invested in the gaming. it's in the social. Um, aspect, I, I, you the know, business aspect,
1: You know the thing is, um, I, I do appreciate them being so honest about this um and 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 for a part i think it, they are right you know where you know vr isn't where it should be just yet um maybe next year isn't the moment uh, in the console market no one like xbox is not gonna make a vr headset soon as far as we know um so they have they have all the playroom to just think about it and um yeah create something uh, uh, kinda... when when the time is there I kind mm. of disagree with that because I,
2: I think that the technology that the PlayStation VR is using is is just lacking behind. Like if you look at the controllers, even the headset in certain ways, there's so much more technology available right now that they could really ump, ump it up even for a similar price point. Yeah, but, uh, and I, I think that some of the, of the VR experiences that I've had on the PlayStation VR, on the Quest 2, on the Oculus Rift, whatever... Are some of the better gaming experience that I've had across the board, like all of the gaming yeah, well, uh, before. And now you know to say like,
3: what ahead, this son. is what this is resounding is we're not getting return on investment for the software spend that we're putting in. That's the only thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, to I can me. imagine that. That's the only thing I say because their quality of their like titles Sonya, is fantastic. They they give yeah. us the you know ten to thirty hour length games that we want at the quality level we want with a headset that's using older technology, but it's still impressive. It's still impressive. But going into 2021, they only have really two options, right? It's either plan longer term um, instead of trying to put down whatever, however many million, you know, it's probably 50, 100 million or whatever in (laughs) in developing those titles or go through the whole, you know, revision software stack uh, side, the hardware revision, which is they could do. They could just do another revision of the PSVR and probably get away with it. You know, mm -hmm. double the resolution. That's what I'm trying to say.
2: I I find it strange to say... I mean to give a, a little bit like a negative notion on like the return of investment, but the return of investment is not now. It's going to be five, ten years from now. But now because is the time to invest strategy. money in there and make sure that it's yeah. you know, that you're on top of your game. Well, there. like,
1: but that's the difference. Like the, with Facebook, it's like they're losing money now while trying to also grow VR. Mm. Well, I mean, Facebook can't really lose money, but they are losing money. And I think with Sony, that's a kind of different story where mm-hmm. they have a certain cap of where they want to, I think, that, it, I think that's they it. They report and, to a board, the numbers, they, they report
3: to shareholders,
2: you
1: know, like they, they can't else, just throw money they, in for 10 years
3: and, and no, 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 they've got that, a financial cycle saying. to to deal with.
2: I think I think Sony like has because Sony is also invested in so many different kind of products. like I think VR is just a very small section of that they have household but, products but they think about the
3: impact that 2020 has had to them as a business you know
0: yeah, but I, I would have thought that it would have given them a, a boost because most people are playing video you know, games at home, sitting at home. But the thing is, I think yeah. I think they're more interested in competing with Xbox right now than than, than yeah, pushing VR any further forward. I think that's their, their
2: their main focus. Yeah. But, um, but don't you think that the the, the VR component could have give them that little bit of edge of like why people should invest. Okay, I get a PlayStation. I'm not that interested
0: in VR, but I have
2: the option to get that as well. Well, with Xbox, you don't have
0: that. I think maybe they know that the the market research that they've done, that the interest is elsewhere with Quest 2, for example, which they can't compete with right now. So they're just like, okay, we're just going to sit back and wait for a little while longer and see what happens in the VR market, then maybe come back. But they're clearly working on something behind the scenes because we've talked about it many times on the podcast before with prototypes of hand tracking controllers and, you know, wireless patents patents we've seen, you know, and all that kind of business. So who knows? Maybe they're aiming
2: for
1: next gen. That's
2: what you're saying. Yeah, maybe, maybe. they,
1: They definitely have the leverage to just wait this out. And just wait and oh, see. Yeah. Because they're in the console market. Yeah, and yeah, they're not yeah, exactly. competing with, with anyone else. Uh, of course, like the Quest 2 is kind of becoming a console, but it's still yeah. a PC VR headset too. But for now... Yeah. They still can just kind of wait it out and be like, okay, let's see. And they have the IPs
3: and the studio clout that even yeah, if they, even that, if they waited three years about. and dropped a PSVR 2, people would buy into it without question. But that's what
2: I'm a bit worried about because they've been buying up studios and like investing <laughs> in these kind of things. But by now, kind of like backing out of the market, are they also going to stop investing in studios and buying, buying up studios? Because... That means that Facebook would just have free reign across the <laughs> board now because you don't have the competition from Sony the, anymore. The, the thing the is they were buying studios years. not
0: for their VR talents though. Exactly. They bought, yeah, they, they didn't exactly, buy Insomniac yeah. uh, because they made Stormland. They, they bought Insomniac because of uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, you know, yeah. the, which was one of their biggest selling games, I'd imagine. Um, but the thing is, like, so we always knew from the beginning that the, the PS5 would be backwards compatible with the PSVR, and that is still true. Yeah. Um, if you plan to buy a PS5, you can still use your old PSVR headset. However, you'll need a camera adapter, which Sony are providing for free. So you need to go to the Sony support website, you need oh. to log in the serial number of your PSVR sort of converter box, and then they'll, you know, send you out a free adapter for PS5.
1: Can I just say how awesome it is that it's free? Because. Nowadays, yes, you be. could have also have stayed for it. Oh,
2: it you would, know, it would be terrible if it was. Oh, not
0: They could have. But there is a, there is a big but here. Uh-huh. Um, so, Upload VR confirmed this week that sadly, the PS5 versions of both Hitman 3 and No Man's Sky won't have VR support through the PSVR, and instead, you'll have to have the PS4 versions in backwards compatibility mode with the console for PSVR to work. So, this is pretty. Wait.
3: so Bad the software news. you have to buy a certain edition of the software to run it in vr
0: so basically so ps5 software doesn't support psvr right right now that is basically right. the bottom line if if you want to play like no man's sky in vr you have to have the ps4 version if yeah. you want to play hitman 3 in vr you have to have the PSVR 4 version can
3: you purchase the like is the playstation 4 catalog available on the playstation 5 for purchase or you're just having to go and buy the digital copy online then install it, <laughs> it sounds it awkward so, as hell
0: it, it's awkward and that's the thing it, it it's it's confusing so so that th- that's what they're saying like there isn't any compatibility with psvr through ps5 native games yet mm. and you so have to have the ps4 s- versions so it kind of sucks yeah, yeah. to be honest and
1: so it's oh. a sign of like they they're they Of course, they will make PlayStation 5 VR compatible to a certain degree, but it sounds like on a very low pitch. But also what's Uh, not clear is... It just backs up what
3: was said. It was just backing up the quotes that Mike called out earlier. Um, They're they're withdrawing a bit. They're withdrawing a bit and they're not...
1: Because the thing
3: is, if you care about it, you make the customer journey easy.
1: You don't care about it. I mean, we haven't seen any advertisement for PlayStation VR 1 on any of the PlayStation 5
0: things either, so... And that's the thing, You, you need to get this adapter. Apparently this adapter will be included in PSVR boxes when you buy a new one in the future, but not right now. But what we don't know is, is if you buy a PS5 version of Hitman 3, for example, will you automatically get the PS4 version to play PSVR or if you buy the ps4 version to play psvr will you automatically be upgraded to the ps5 version or vice versa we just don't know what the situation is with that because they've been really tight lipped about this and it's very late in the day when we got the launch around the corner to be saying oh now you need this adapter to work they could have told us this months ago but they didn't this is like weeks away from launch and i think think it kind of sucks like if you're a psvr hardcore player and there's plenty of them out there plenty if you've pre ordered the PS5 right now, you're thinking, crap, have I made a mistake right now? Like, should I just wait this out? And I think, personally, from my perspective, you know, my interest in the PS5 console has dropped significantly now because without the PSVR yeah. element, it's, it's, it's not you as buy exciting. If it's a console for, uh, yeah.
1: for VR only, then yeah, I, I, I totally it's agree. Not this worth would it. also definitely make me drop out.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: It's very, uh, yeah, it's, it's, right. it may be so, like, uh, it, it sounds like a very <laughs> strange step. To uh-huh. us, but it's also a very brave step from their side, I think. And it
0: might pay off in the future. Yeah. Great. So VR is dead. Next news. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, But, uh-huh. but this kind of li- li- links me back to what Zim was saying earlier and that, you know, we really need competition in the marketplace. Facebook is pushing so far forward into the into the lead where any competition right now are like miles behind already from the get go. And we really were just pinning our hopes on Sony at this point to to, to have a comp- a competitor that was worthy enough to maybe go and invest in a, in a PS5. You know, it was worthwhile. But at this point, it just seems like we're going to be so far away in the future until we see that competition. It's quite depressing, you that, by that point, You know, Facebook are going to be completely dominating. Yeah. Well, well, at least that's, that's what I'm said. a
1: bit worried like, about. The thing is don't forget about this is that playstation 5 will have loads of new users so the moment you throw in a playstation vr even if it's the old one or the new one a lot of people are going to buy it so they have the audience so they're now creating a new crowd with the playstation 5 so even if they would do it in because how long do you usually use a playstation 4 four years
0: five maybe
1: until the next one
0: comes out but it's almost like the Nintendo Switch supporting some like old like Wii accessory. It's like they're they're, they're doing it because they feel like they have to. But really, how many people are going to use that with the new console? I don't know. And it's a shame because like you know, I've, I've read reports of like the new controllers being super nice with like yeah. the haptics in them being like perfect yeah, for yeah, VR yeah, yeah. titles. Um, but it just doesn't seem and like we're going to see any time The question is,
2: is as well, like, are you still interested in buying a headset from a company uh, that paused their VR strategy for three years while Facebook has been releasing games uh, for those three years buying up studios and having access to all of the but equipment we, and R- We already R&D know that,
0: that that's the case like many people like that were really interested in PSVR I've got a quest now or a quest 2 uh, because the inside out tracking is is far superior the controllers are far superior all right visuals you know may not be as good but you know when you've got the key when you've got the the, the, the games coming fairly regularly or even more regularly now than Sony yeah. then you know you're going to move platform that's that's the key
3: i'm gonna yeah. just does an update to what i said last week as well the uh the their website has permanently changed so i mentioned it that from a releases perspective they no longer show or give access to a filter for upcoming releases on the psvr european store which is very yeah, interesting is so and neat. now they just show you they literally just show you a grid of the heavy hitters and that's it mm-hmm. you know
1: and uh, yeah it's it's very surprising uh, news, and it's a big problem if this is really the way forward because mm. uh facebook rolls over everything right now and sony gives them a free pass although i still think they're not in the same realm as them um but yeah, they're yeah, kind of like operating f- in separate West spheres it's becoming more of a console it is it's becoming yeah. more of a console
3: this is a punch this is a punch to the gut
1: but, that's how i feel
3: but, but so like...
1: years of experience so even if, if they give facebook the space to continue what they're doing now for two three years they will still survive in that sense uh, because Sony yeah, has I th- I like, I don't think it's ever too it's
2: late. I don't think it's ever too late for a company like Sony no. because they have their own game developer studios that can probably make Dude, awesome VR titles. They go far well back, man. Part. They go
1: far back. Like that. But they it's know just, so much it's just about, about a gaming.
2: Bit, like, especially if you you know, like if we look at now, like the state of VR and the monopoly that the Quest 2 has in that market, it would be nice to, uh, Just for VR in general, to have a competitive player enter that market and to hear then that a competitive player, the most competitive player that we've had so far, so need to be kind of stepping back is... It's, it's worrying. It's, it's mm. just a bit... I mean, not not that I think VR is going to die or whatever. It's just a bit worrying for the future of
1: VR. I, mm. it's, I mean, it's it's clear that the PlayStation VR can't hold out another year, especially without... its. If they don't make any games or they're not pushing that anymore, then it's going to be a long... I think still the moves, even how bad they might be, with <laughs> some content, they can still stretch that. But if they don't make any games yeah. anymore... I mean, Sony, that's why I love my PlayStation VR. Not because of the hardware, but the games are so fucking good.
0: Yeah. This
3: is really interesting, though. If you're a VR developer working for a studio that's owned by Sony, what are you working on? You know? <laughs> are you going to be out of a job? Are they going to actually make... No, I'm good. serious, because it's a, it's, it's, it's a very... Like, the developer ecosystem, normally you roll project to project. If you don't, you get fired. Like, that's generally how, unfortunately, but software developers Is live. there any
0: exclusive VR devs working for Sony at this point? Like, first, uh, was it First Contact Entertainment? They are now making games for Oculus with Solaris. Um, you know, I, I can't think of many devs that, I, I, are, that are still on the, the PlayStation exclusive side. Camouflage were making games for other VR platforms as well. Right, yeah. um, That's a problem, no? That, that, isn't that a problem? That we only have... You know, one company governing but, all those. But also, we've seen with Beat Saber you know? just recently that the PSVR version has had to be significantly delayed. And mm-hmm. is it because they're not giving it the love and attention on the Sony side? We just don't know. All these puzzle pieces
3: are coming together. It's really interesting. But yeah, yeah my God, this is not the end of 2020
0: I was expecting. I was well, really hoping for some like. <laughs> Some like a, a big tease for next year, even if it was like summer next year, they were like, Yeah, we've got a headset coming, oh, and yeah. just tease something. I think that would have just kept us going and been and super only happy. Yeah. Like like they they would just make new it.
2: controllers,
1: already. <laughs> They're not making oh, new it.
2: controllers.
3: They, I gave up on that so many years ago.
1: So like, like <laughs> it's like, mean, you guys know, it's I used unbelievable. To say like it. How much games they they put out, how much marketing they put into it, and then suddenly abandon it to a certain degree. and Be like, oh hey, all the work we put in there, yeah, but it, it's not <laughs> impressive enough. Bye. <laughs> I mean, but, 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 but you wait, remember wait, VR wait.
3: Inside? We used to we used to talk on VR Inside about this, like before F Reality, okay. and it was like. The Move controllers, I was so dead set against them. I'm like, just give it a year. Sony have to come out with a better solution. They're not going to leave this six-year-old thing. They left it. And it, yeah. it's still there, but like what Nathy says, they still limp along, and they actually function so weirdly. If you've played they Iron function. Man, yeah, they, they actually work pretty damn yeah, it's, well. It's an
1: amazing game. It's just strange,
3: and they, you know, if they hit your wall, they don't take a it's chunk amazing. out of your wall. So, like, but there's actually some benefits. Oh, of those that's those I still so believe
1: that this headset can pull it off. It's just if if, if, if there's no development anymore, yet yeah, then, then it's but, like but, the exactly. Thing.
0: But no, it's not just Sony, though. It's not just Sony. If you look at what's going on in the PC just, VR market, look at Valve. They're doing a Sony on us as well. They made a, a Stellar headset. They a made headset. one great yeah, yeah. game. Where's great everything game. else? Yeah. Where's where's the <laughs> other three games that they said they were in the pipeline?
1: They're not <laughs> here. They're, they're, well, they're
0: probably working on it And also somewhere, you know,
1: like, uh, right. I think someone told, like talked about that. I think it was Tyler who said that, that they're like, Maybe two people working on the let's say the Steam VR menu where you're in. Well, at Oculus, yeah. there're like a, a, hundred a hundred people, people. working yeah. on <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, well, and we're yeah. here. It's like, dude, like when I bought my Vive in 2016, like that menu, like that loading menu, it's still there. It's still there. Yeah. So many years later, uh, and and it doesn't change. Now this is a huge freaking. Thing and it sucks because I thought Sony was the was the chosen one. Still is the chosen one in, in, in I, some ways. And I, I also
3: don't chose. give up the <laughs> home completely.
1: But um, I'm gonna add one
3: one more small small niggly puzzle piece. I love the small puzzle pieces. I keep an eye for oh, small wow. detail. Again, when I was looking at the website, one of the things I noticed is you know the demo discs. Uh, they advertise the demo discs uh, with, that uh, as a kind of an advent now for uh, PlayStation VR purchasers that they don't have to pay money for games that they can sample, and they've got these long lists. Usually, uh, large players like Sony have their websites scrubbed clean. There aren't typos, there aren't issues, but on that, on this new page, as I said, that's popped up now and is like your only front door, it's still saying, with showing three columns of three different play discs you can play with, and PSVR, knows if you didn't know about this, go download the uh, demo discs 1, mm. 2, and 3,
1: yeah. and
3: they're still, they're still saying oh, there's two demo discs available, not three. And it's very bizarre to have a major company have like this glaring typographical error in the middle of a page that's your only landing page for PlayStation VR content. Very strange. So,
1: there you go. Okay, well, one thing that I do know is that... There are still a lot of people who are not going to buy Quest 2 because they don't want to have a Mm. Facebook account. And Sony offers a a different kind of vibe to that where, you know, you just have a gaming account. And of course, they also mine data in some ways, but it's not a social account where it's like, hey, where do I live? Stuff like that. It's like, I know, Master Chief uh, 612. And uh, with some (laughs) random information, like I like these games and these are my achievements. and, And that's it. This is my avatar and i think there's still a lot of people who, who are willing to wait for that um but uh, yeah this makes it easier for for uh, facebook to completely oh they Dominate. were already dominating the market for a big part but i, I don't like it i'm very yeah. disappointed uh and yeah dang it dude it's like, like it. having a war, man and it's like you see the enemy coming and it's like oh you know what no fuck it we're just gonna hide in our caves <laughs> because you know we, we we're not gonna do it
0: yeah, the heck. yeah it is very disappointing yeah, I'm very is, disappointing as is. well I was I was really hoping for as, one as, next after year.
1: Iron Man VR I was like wow man yeah. I'm still down for this yeah. crappy hardware but uh, yeah, so it know. looks
0: like we'll have to mark uh, 2022 in our diaries for uh, next gen PSVR so yeah. until anything changes in the meantime I hope so. looks, looks like it's going to be a while in the future so sad yeah. news so indeed uh, from but now, now on we're only going to be talking about Facebook and Oculus yeah, yeah true <laughs> My God. No. it seems that way for should sure should we change our name?
1: Yeah,
3: Facebook Reality
0: yeah, <laughs> That's the new name um, So now let's hand it over to Zim uh, For the latest releases this week Apologies for my audio On, This uh, Not this, the uh, PlayStation VR No <laughs> PlayStation VR games I don't think um, It seems like I've tried disconnecting everything For my audio to fix But it seems like an internet connection Rather than a, a physical yeah. connection wow. So the audio version will be nice yeah, If you're so- listening to the audio version
1: single week single so week moving, moving on to the facebook oculus quest highlight games uh no PC VR anymore no more console guys <laughs> quest 2 this is it we can't talk about anything else anymore thank you surprisingly War. i
3: have a psvr release to you talk do? about
1: <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> oh no, shut up no way there is no hope. you see zim was no, right they no. are going to make a place if you are too oh, it's soon. gonna be a
3: bad one it's a re-release oh Oh okay. uh, yeah, 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 it's Uh-oh. not it's not doing well in the reviews. Oh, okay, God. well, uh, if that hasn't hyped you up for releases this week, then I don't know <laughs> yeah. what has. I certainly feel like uh, someone's taken my legs out from under me. Anyway, let's go. First one. The, God Get damn, hyped, boys, is that? I'm so sorry. I'm gonna I'm just gonna apologize up front. It's not a good week. No. Not a good week. okay.' okay a we're fun start. Week. We're gonna start, we're gonna start. <clears throat> Let me straighten my tie here. Right. So uh, first off, share care. UVR is a PC VR <laughs> title, which was previously available four years ago, uh, oh God. and Whoa. has been available. Hold on, hold on, hold your horses. <laughs> has been available in a free edition, the 2017 version, uh, and is now coming on Oculus and Steam, in kind of like their final like life, I suppose. Or maybe they're maybe just going to re-release this every two years for thirty-five dollars, uh, twenty-five pounds approximately, depends on where you buy it. Okay. So this is by Share Care Reality Lab, which is, makes me think of Care Bears or something. I don't know, it's fucking weird. Um, Care Bears. And, and basically, as you can tell from the visuals for those watching the live stream, uh, this, is, this is an app that allows you to explore human anatomy um, just in like great the detail. Just like, the, just like the Care Bears. <laughs> what kind of kindergarten did you go to, Rowdy? Um, now, the, the, the interesting things about this are it started off free. The free versions are still available. Uh, This is the new version that's been launched. It's kind of higher fidelity. You can interact with stuff like hearts and lungs and all that kind of thing. Um, As I said, the price for a regular consumer about 35 bucks, about 25 pounds, and I find this particularly interesting because the business license... You guys want to guess what the business license to this bit of software costs? Expensive. Ten grand. It's not ten grand. Ten grand. (laughs) One grand. 308 us dollars so for the price of an oculus quest 2 uh you can get a business license which means you can use it for business purposes 240 pounds so anyway so what are the what are the the things that this thing actually does you know is it is it valuable all that kind of thing so anyway this is my little pitch i I didn't end up saying this but i'm gonna say it just for fun hey nerds experience the human body like never before hey nerds it's okay we both know you're not getting any no trachea, no lower colon, right? But now you can. Uh, so this is basically used to visualize and understand the human body. It's targeted at students who want a deeper understanding of the human body. Um, also, educators, obviously that's kind of obvious, who want a more memorable and effective learning experience, and healthcare professionals looking for a better, you know, better patient education materials. So if you're like, hey, what's wrong? What's fucked up with my heart, yeah. doctor? And they're like, here, pop on this headset, and we'll show you. Um, so this is not just like 2D. It is. Th- it's funny because they they do pitch this app very much as something that like if you're new to VR and they even t- talked about targeting gamers. They're like, if you want the best in 3D graphics, then gamers, oh, we've really? got this for that? you. They
1: yeah, they, they literally have, like, look at the store page. I, I we, all, we all
2: we all know that gamers are very interested in the inside of their of their colon. So oh uh, like <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I
1: understand why they are doing that, because I think we spoke about this before, is that these kind of like healthcare focused apps, they don't have a place anywhere on the store. They don't have their own kind of place. So you need to sell it this way and be like, hey, nerds, hey, you want to do this? I like the hey, nerds part got me, man. I'm like uh, (laughs) totally interested. (laughs) No, but it's a problem. And that's why they're like try hiding in the description, I think. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but it's because it's a cool thing, I mean, to if you're interested in that. No, it, I think it's great. really
3: uh, – this is the best – this is what caught my eye. This is easily the best-looking um, healthcare app that I've seen. And mm-hmm. the thing I wanted to say was if you're, for example, a parent at home homeschooling your kids in this time, uh, it, I think it's a really interesting mm. – idea yeah. there's a slightly lower fidelity version available for free so go back look at share you for the 2017 edition maybe don't pay for this one unless you're really really keen on looking at blackened lungs uh, which we are now currently on stream yeah. which look pretty awful but if you're into that kind of stuff this is definitely the highest quality app that i've seen and they've they've got the pedigree they've kind of d- taken this along the years they've enhanced it over time and uh, there's some good video footage on this if you want to check it out before you know spending your hard-earned money
0: I mean, you know, even if, you know, you show this to your kids and it just scares them to death just to, to not smoke, then you've, you're already onto a winner there, I think, in my mind. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The, the chat has chimed in as well. Next, please. <laughs> yeah. Can we, can we also look on. at Mike's,
1: Mike's... Oh, wait, there's no brain. Never
0: mind. Oh. <laughs> Shots fired! <laughs> Shots fired! That's the be <laughs>
3: <laughs> Next up, right, uh, Lance, this is the PSVR release, so... Uh, Buckle your seatbelts, okay? So this is Twilight Path, landing on PSVR oh, for the first time. Nice. $15.12 by Charm Games. Those yes. people who brought us form, uh, mm. which was actually quite a good mm-hmm. uh, good game. 27th of October is when it landed. This is, for those who don't know, a virtual reality fantasy adventure set in a surreal realm between the real world and the afterlife. You get to meet mischievous Spirits and gods solve magical puzzles. There is certainly a puzzle element to this restoring ancient structures and explore a gorgeous and vibrant world. So with a follow-up to form, which was a pretty awesome mm-hmm. game yeah. uh, you're greeted by a nice soundtrack uh, a good introductory gameplay but what I hear uh, is the puzzle design is a bit poor the game's a bit short for the price and uh, People so are generally cool. underwhelmed by this it is move controller uh, it's a move controller game, so just bear that in mind. You guys have played this, I think. So Twilight yeah, yeah. Path, no. what was your what was your take on on Twilight Path
0: on the other platforms?
1: Um, so I, I like I thought, the puzzles. Yeah, same, same. Yeah,
0: uh, I thought Form was better though, uh, which was Real the the game they different. made prior to this. The characters in this game were weird. Like but they were a little bit weird. They're true. very weird. But
1: so uh, um, it's an old one, and I think back when we played it, I don't know when 2018? 17? Yeah
0: a couple of years oh, anyway, ago but yeah. back
1: then I was like wow okay nice cool it's okay game uh, yep. I don't know if it would hold up now with everything that came to PlayStation VR and they have a new one I think that they announced this year in, at E3 at the showcase something similar to this but I don't remember the name but it is gonna come out
3: you mean yeah. another one from Charm Games yeah, yeah another
0: one
1: something similar to, to the one that you just uh, yeah. but
0: certainly I think you know if you're looking for a puzzle game form is probably better it's got like a, a, a but more... is it on PlayStation I think so, yeah. It like it's I believe, got like a more sci-fi vibe to it. And uh, I, ago, yeah. I thought the puzzle design was a little bit better and and, and the, the whole environments were, were more interesting. Form is pretty bite-sized
3: though. It's pretty short. Like it's yeah. not an experience. This is short
0: as well. This is short That's as well. That's the thing. They're both, the
3: thing is they had really polished experiences, which is what I liked. But yeah. Charm Games, I'd like to see more from them. I'm glad, yeah. Nathan, you're saying that maybe there's yeah. something else coming from them because I didn't know that. And mm. um, I did, the thing is, you know when you like play in a, a title like Form and you're like, I'm, I'm bought in. I'll play another one of these games. Uh, but yeah, watch out. Twilight Path. Again, if you're looking for PSVR content, might be the last thing you ever play on your PSVR. Uh, oh, God,
0: that would be sad, wouldn't it, if Twilight Path was
3: the last <laughs> game you ever played? Yeah. Oh, God. Wow. Um, so now we got to get a little Halloween-y, okay, for the next one. So I rooted through everything that I could find that's been landing on uh, Steam. The, the last two years, as I said before, were a smorgasbord of terrible titles. Uh, this year has been a little bit calmer. Um, yeah. And this one called Horror Bar VR, actually looks kinda decent. So, let's tell you what Horror Bar is all about. This is PC VR, 15 bucks, 12 pounds by VR Factory, landed on the 30th of October. Oh look, that was yesterday. So, what is this? This is this is an engaging zombie bar simulator where you basically take the role of kind of a bartender foodie guy um, who is sitting behind and serving really horrific food items uh, and I'm—I I mean, really horrific food items uh, to the general public. Like this is this is just feckin' bizarre. I—I I, I find this a very very strange thing. Um, so horror bar VR is essentially the kinds of things that you deal with are like defibbing rats so you can serve them up for food. Like defibbing rats is weird. Pulling piranhas, frying them up in a pan. Uh, taking dead fingers, covering them with bloody ketchup, <laughs> and serving them to
0: your hosts. Um, Sounds like my it, kind of
3: game. It actually, it actually looks pretty decent. Like, they've so, actually done so, some good visuals let, on this. Let me
0: ask Nathie a question. What game is this a rip-off of? Tell me the name. Uh, I, I played it on your channel. Like, I, I actually did a video on your channel playing it. channel? channel? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Brewmaster.
3: Brewmaster?
2: I've never Brewmaster. heard of that. Yeah, game. you're right. It, yeah. This is a you're rip-off right. of
0: Blue Ma- Brewmaster. It yeah. looks like Cookout, but with like horrible things. To me, it it's looks really like, like <laughs> another
1: zombie game where you were also serving zombies, but it's just another one, and it looks a little bit better because Unreal yeah. Engine had another update. Uh, that's yeah. what it looks like to me. But, it, looks uh, so, it looks so yummy to me, though. I mean, it's oh, got,
3: yeah. I, this, this is great. So you get to choose like brain, heart, or liver burgers, you get moldy cheese as a topping. Skin bacon? Come on. You they, gotta get me some crispy skin
1: bacon. No, Zim. They should they should hire you as a community manager, man. I think they're gonna <laughs> make a
3: lot yeah. of
0: sales.
3: <laughs> I like I like the look of this game. it looks like a single player game, but um you know, anyway, if you're up for gluttonous monsters getting fed from your frying hands, uh, in a bit <laughs> of a colorful little bar environment. Like-
0: this game, man. Go for it. I know, now I can tell this. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> is, this, is this as good as it gets this week, Zim? Please. Almost. Tell me it gets better. There's, there's, there's,
1: there's wait, wait, a few, few
0: more bits. Otherwise I'm just going to give up can, now. <laughs> can,
1: can we... Um, Rowdy's just waiting for another Minotaur game. I can just see it in his eyes. Yeah, <laughs> oh my yeah, God. Yeah. I'm scared. Wow. He's
3: like covering his face. So, okay. I'm going to give you... Um, because I am uh, an indie darling and uh, I wanted to give you three uh, kind of Halloween-inspired... I'll call them your Halloween side quest homework, okay? okay? Because this oh, stuff has gosh. Halloween flair to it, and you need to do these titles, okay? <laughs> Earlier I talked about Beatsmith, so that was a kind of a drumming-y one. There's yeah. another one that I came to know about, uh, and have played only a little bit, but it's really neat, uh, called Smash Drums, and there's a demo available for this with a couple of songs. Oh. Um, it's 360, like Beat Saber drumming action, different to the other one, it's not just sitting in front of a drum, the drums are coming at you and you're beating them, so it's a lot more like Beat Saber. Um, but like the walls of this prison around you are disappearing as uh, as you're playing away, and it's really kind of neat, and then you've got to like cross your arms doing various drumming actions, stuff like this, it, the, the production quality is really good, and I'm interested to see where this demo takes us later. There's two other titles, I mentioned Beat Smith already, Traversal is another one. This is really interesting. Came out two weeks ago. Um, traversal, spelled T R A V R S A L, um, traversal. I guess you could call it. Has a pyramid mode, which, like T for God, will take your space and turn it into kind of like an eye of the temple. This is so new. Almost nobody's covered it. The guy, the one guy who's covered it, did it in like a corner window box. So I'm not going to show you that. You're going to have to check this one out. Um, I will play it at some stage. But like I forgot, um i I have the temple and T for God. It's non-Euclidean geometry. You're wandering around like a cobweb filled, pretty brightly lit maze, and there's like there's like um spike traps that drop on your head and stuff like that. I was playing this a bit earlier. it's It's really neat. It's well done. But not only do you have something like that, which makes you feel like Tomb Raider, you've also got in there, and these are pretty done in pretty good quality, a gallery mode, which is really weird. So you take your room scale space, whatever that is, and you step into an art gallery, and you see high-fidelity like photographs on the wall like hanging in a—it a, looks like a much larger space than what you're actually in. And there's this little like, cord rope keeping you in your spot and little arrows on the ground. So you walk around, and as you do that, again, kind of like— um, Oh, Sightline the Chair oh, for anyone who's been around forever.
1: Chair. Oh, my it's, God.
3: It's a bit like that. So as you walk around the wall, yeah. the room is changing and, and the art is changing. And it looks it's really neat. So if if you've liked Tea for God, check out Traversal. I think you'll like it. There is also a mode in there where you can be a human Pac-Man with ghosts in a 3D environment chasing you and you have to <laughs> okay. chomp food. So it's going to be fun for this. some creators yeah. to go play Traversal. Check that's those fun. out. So that's Traversal, Beat Smith, and Smash Drums. That's your that's your side quest homework from Zim this week. Uh, and the last like- thing I'll say is, in our PSVR realm, they are doing kind of a hot cake sale and you can get, if you really want it, your pants, uh, pants or panties scared off, uh, Resident Evil 7 for a tenner. So for 10 quid, you can go get Resident Evil 7. Pick up the DLC, especially the one where you get your fingers chopped off. I promise oh, you, it's yeah. going to make you feel funny. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah, it for yeah.
3: our releases this week. I'll do a nice. quick recap. So that was Share Care for You, um, Twilight Path on PSVR, Horror Bar VR, if you want to share some chopped off fingers, and if you want to get your fingers chopped off, Resident Evil 7 and its DLC for cheap on PSVR.
0: I feel, I feel like you could have just said, do you know what? There isn't any releases this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just go for Saints and Sinners. State of like... VR,
1: everyone. State of VR. Jesus. Um Wow it's it's weird it's a like if you think about this like this whole show in general it's like basically we have great hardware in a way well playstation not so much anymore we have great (laughs) hardware but this is the content we still get it's like if if this show was taking place in 2014 or 16 i would have believed it as well okay seriously so yeah brand over we need more
3: content. Those are sure. lovely releases. Well, it, it's showing that well, we don't even VR get much in we? the Halloween side.
1: At least we you know? got Zim, man. Like, if Zim wasn't here to actually pitch the bad games in a beautiful way... I don't know what we would have. At, at least we bat. have. Least least like we have
0: each other. That's that <laughs> we have yeah, exactly. I mean, each other. Yeah, exactly. each other. Yeah, you right. Do so you guys <laughs> want to go for another round of phasmophobia after
3: this? Then sure. we'll let's do that. Let's, yeah, let's do in. it. Yeah. yeah. And we've yeah. got yeah. you guys guy as
0: well. Our viewers, <laughs> our faithful viewers and listeners, viewers. we appreciate you all yes, too. Um, it's not all gloom, doom and gloom though. You know, I'm sure there's going to be some exciting stuff coming around the corner. We've still got Sniper Elite VR coming. We've still got Medal of Honor VR coming. Yes. So yeah, we've got some stuff to look forward to um but yeah we appreciate you joining us live just a reminder this is a weekly vr ar and mr talk show live streamed every saturday on youtube and on twitch the show goes live at 7 p.m in europe 6 p.m in the uk 12 midday in central us yes. also check out the audio version which will be much better in terms of my audio you won't be able to hear any of this nonsense <laughs> that's available on itunes soundcloud and spotify i'll fix oh. the bug uh, in the background i'm sure it's all like
1: to get yeah. people to, to listen you're to just the we a crappy yeah. version of yourself so people go somewhere else. exactly <laughs> he's
0: just pulling
3: in our artisans thing he's like he's like how do i demonstrate how we feel about <laughs> psvr and not getting games let's
0: just trash
3: our own show it's
0: fine True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crunch, crunch you right. later crunch you later. thanks for that um, hit the like button if you enjoyed the show subscribe to the channel for all our future content where yes. things will be better in the future and yeah have a great halloween enjoy it with your friends and family keep safe and uh, until next week again.